Yo, what's good, guys? It's your boy, Mr. Radar Mara from the Lucha Outsider Show, and this is what we got for episode 94, Bound for Glory Talk. I was there. I'm going to tell you what happened in the building and what transpired. Is it a work or is it a shoot? We're going to give you our opinions of Crown Jewel and the controversy heading into the show. WWE Evolution. Is WWE really dropping the ball on this all-women's card? Also, the future of New Japan Pro Wrestling with being the elite. Also, New Japan Talk. We're going to talk about the elite and the new Bullet Club OGs. All this and much much more now onto the show you are now listening to lucha outsider show available on itunes soundcloud and anywhere you listen to podcasts at lucha outsiders everywhere facebook instagram twitter youtube soundcloud and itunes lucha Congratulations. You played yourself. Who's back? I'm Leo. That's Mario. The heel of the season, heel filmmaker, stage chilling, the anti-hero of the IWC. Your boy, Mr. Rated R. And on a special Saturday, guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Remember, you can follow us at Lucha Outsiders. And if you missed any of this video, you can catch us on audio. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast version of the show wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Live Live and also Dot com. Dot com. No, no. There you go. By the way, your voice cracked. No, because what I had to do is I had to no, look no, down. No, 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 no but hold on. I have to explain myself. Your voice is definitely no, cracking. So no, but congratulations, I had to. you played yourself. And it's not special Saturday anymore because this is our regular routine now. Every yeah, time I know, but you, hey, we're here. You know, we're drinking. Okay, I had to look down to make sure that I had the volume the right way. And and when I did like that, my like that. That's why I sounded like it broke. Okay, sorry. What up? No! No! Hi, yes, me. No! So before we get into Mr. Excuses over yeah. here, right? Yeah. Welcome Woo! to the Lucha Outsider Show, the house that rated R built. <laughs> you did? Well, what you know, it's not like AJ Styles really builds the, the arenas he's oh. in. That's just his catchphrase. So you're trying to say that like I'm Vince and you're AJ? I'll take that. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Lucha Outsider Show, uh-huh. episode 94. Shout out to everybody that's on the Facebook chat or yeah. listening to the podcast version of the show. Before we get things started, uh-huh. let's uh, give we- uh, thanks to our sponsors, right? Yeah, of course. KyleNobleBrand.com. Dot com. Head over there. Use our promo code LuchaRadar to save you 10% on your next purchase. You can uh-huh. get a shirt. You can get hats. You get jerseys. The likes of Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Kurt Angle, Al Snow, Brian Cage, so many others rock Collar Noble brands. So make sure you head over there. They got pretty dope merch. Also, Mr. Rated R also us. has Collar Noble. Directly, what's your problem? Always cutting people off. Because I was waiting for you to like lower a little bit so I can go. Yeah, Mr. Rated R also wears Collar Noble. But just like 
in everything else, you miss your spot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So well, <laughs> four kids later, we know I missed my spot. Um, head okay. over what? to losradio.com. Head over to our shop. Look for Lucha Outsider Show, and you get a shirt, you get a hat, get both. I have a puppy and a shit ton of bills, and he has a mortgage and upset wife and yes, and, very yes. Uh, but we actually have the redesigned losradio.com. You want to talk about this? What? Now no. or at the tail end of the show, what's your project or what are you doing? Well, our project, because Gio's also on there. What up, Gio? Guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. We are actually working. Okay, what happened? The thing. Okay, now we're back. Um, We're working on a, a studio, which we've set up. And you guys that have been with us since day one, you know that we've uh, always thought of different things to do. That's why the thing looks the way it looks. That's why the studio has gotten bigger. You know, we're not cramped up in a little space like we were before. Remember that? The Vincent's Remember that? room. Yeah, yeah. We don't lie. We don't, oh, we're doing a big studio. No, we were doing it in a room. Okay, we had a green screen behind us. Remember now when, we used to do the thing, when we used to do the show, like the early days of, of Lucha Outsider show? We used to do it the at the first Lucha, show. The, the attic. Oh, the attic. Yeah, we did, we did a couple of shows from there. The Lucha Attic. But you know what? We've learned a lot of things by doing this, and we've been doing this for two years now. Uh, and first, like Mario was saying, you know, we want to thank everybody that, that's been with us and this and that. But we've learned a lot, so we're going to take that to good use. If you guys have an idea to do a podcast, or if you wanted to do a podcast, or if you have friends say, hey, you know what? I think people will want to hear what I have to say. Or maybe you guys have an established YouTube show that you want to turn yeah. into audio. Or maybe you do have a podcast already, but you want it to go in other places. Yeah. You want to expand yeah. your show. Um, Distribution. Head, yes. Head over to yeah. losradio.com. Mm -hmm. um, it's not an application. Just kind of put out some information. Not yet. I didn't tell you about that. That's one thing I skipped. That's well, why you're not supposed to say it out loud. You're oh, supposed to think sorry. in your head. Um, just Just... Fill out the little information on there, and then one of us will probably, most likely, will be Leo yeah. if he gets to it. Um, <laughs> we'll look into it. He'll hit you back up, and then we could discuss on, yeah. you know, what we're doing in LosRadio.com. Yeah, and, and what we're doing is basically we're trying to build a community uh, in the sense that, you know what, we listen to podcasts as it is. We'll the give you guys some feedback. The future of podcasting. That's the, that's the, that's the tagline yeah, yeah. for LosRadio.com. Yeah. Um, so you guys can also check it out. We're doing a couple of shows. Uh, we're trying to do it bilingual, trilingual, whatever you guys want to speak. We'll go ahead and help it out. Uh, maybe we can get a, a crisis to follow, follow some Portuguese. No, he doesn't. Okay, he doesn't follow. Okay, uh, but guys, share the video. I don't even think Creases wants to do that. No, he, he, we we could probably get him to follow follow Portuguese. That'll be that'll be interesting. Um, two left, two left. Okay, let the people know that we are here. We're gonna spend the the next eh, two hours. Is what we spent last time, but mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Um, just talking wrestling, talking everything that's going on in the wrestling world. Because remember, it's not only WWE. There's a lot of stuff that's been going on in the wrestling world. Um, and uh, we're here to, to kind of guide you guys along. Uh, remember, let us know what's going on. Because uh, friends of the show here are part of the show here. Uh, yeah, the Fats. Yeah. Do you want to... Uh, we have a gift for them now. Do you want to tell them what we're, we're doing right now? Our little... What are we... We're doing an intro? An excessively long intro? No. No, the little oh. contest. The giveaway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, guys... Tell the audience oh. what we're doing. What? Okay, so... I got to tell the audio. So we have a Bullet Club. Um, what are these guys again? Those guys. The the Congratulations. The Young you Bucks, arguably the number one <laughs> tag team in the world that are going to be soon to be free agents <laughs> at the end of 2018. What the hell is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> I just fucked with you. I knew who they were. We have a Young Bucks 
Bullet Club shirt that you guys can. Oh, look. It, they have some green in it. So with our green skin, it looks like it's like see-through. Um, We have a Young Bucks shirt that we are giving away. You could win it by simply sharing the video. You can share the video as many times as you want because that will basically give you as many times as you want to be able to win it. And we'll go ahead and announce the winner later this week. So share this video. Let the people know that we are here. And, you know, if you have a wrestling friend, tag him. Maybe he can win a shirt. And goodies, maybe. Man, I hate it when you look at me like that. Like, cause like, you, you're you're. What I like to tell sometimes. No, 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 no. Yeah, that. too much. Too okay, much. sorry. <laughs> too much. What up to our boy, uh, Rickens of Wrestling? Um, they have some uh, some good stuff going on over there. By the way, they um, no. I was tuning into the show. They have a really good show too, Rickens of Wrestling, yes. Rickens Club. I was tuning into the show. I believe Thursday. Of course, because you're Rickin. And I was what? tuning into their show, and they want to do a collab with us, which you know. Well, now we're setting up. We're we're getting things. Stop. Oh, sorry. You, you, this we'll is look what into I mean it. By you. Yeah, it's one of those. So I told them if the collab doesn't happen, it's your fault. Whoa, whoa, whoa! If it doesn't happen, it's my fault. Yeah. Why is it my fault? Because it's gonna be your fault. You know what? Let's call Jose right now. We're not doing this on the air. You see, no? this is what I'm talking about. Okay. This is what I'm talking. I'm about. just saying. I'm in wrestling mode right now. Oh, for once you're in wrestling mode. I'm always in wrestling mode. You're full of shit. Wait till we talk about what's going on. Guys, share the video. Let's talk about Leo. (laughs) The World Cup, baby. Woo! Yeah. Let's let's stop this rambling. Let's talk about uh, about wrestling. Let's talk about what happened in the week of this world, this crazy world of professional wrestling. So last weekend. What do you want to start with? We're going to start with me going to the show this past weekend. What show, Mario? I attended Bound for Glory. Nice. Which a lot of news bits came out of there. Yeah, they did. You had a lot of good stuff going on there. So I attended Bound for Glory. So let's backtrack here. So last week, Daniel from the Hero Mark sent me yes. up and was like, hey, are you going to Bound for Glory? And I was like, ah, I'm not sure yet. I'm looking for tickets on StubHub. They, there's a reasonable a reasonable price. Yeah. I'll buy a ticket. Okay. Saturday came along. She hits me up. Hey, did you get your ticket? I was like, no. So he goes like, hey, Denny. Uh, a friend of mine. A friend of yours, too. Friend, friend. Um, Is he my friend? I met him once. Friend of Jake's. Okay. Um, Pull it out. He was like, hey, I got an extra ticket. So uh-huh. me and Denny started talking. I ended up going to Bound for Glory. It was a pretty interesting show. It it was. Okay. So for any of these other uh, non-WWE events, okay? And one of the things that a lot of people were were, were hating on was the venue that it looked small, like the people looked like they were on top of the ring. Well, I'm going to get to that. No, no, I know. Because so, this, this was the second time I attended this venue, and the yeah. first one was for MLW back in July. And where was this so the people could know? Melrose Ballroom. Okay. So I attended. Yep. I like wrestling. That's my shtick, you know, when I share it to their Why page. Why are you? No, you, okay, you don't do that. Okay, this is part sorry. of the, the reason why people don't like you on So the good show. thing at Los Radio, you're the one who's going to be giving the feedback, so. Yeah. This is, a, this is the reason why people don't like you on this okay. show. They don't like me? No, they but don't I'm, like I'm a likable guy. Absolutely not. <laughs> no! No! So this is the second time I attended the venue. Uh-huh. The first time I attended, I feel like things were a little bit more organized. I think, I don't know if it's on impact. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. people running the venue. I feel like things were everywhere in the sense like people didn't know where they were sitting, where there was supposed to be a row F. There wasn't no row F. It was just, Oh, so it was one of those? It was chaotic. Okay. It was, it was a mess. It was chaotic on 
the fan side or on the wrestling side? Because you know sometimes you go to like a wrestling show and like the song comes on and then the guy doesn't come out because that's not my fucking song. But you'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> I think for me, uh-huh. I'm always, and it's not that, uh-huh. Well, you could say I look down on certain people. I, I'm listen, I'm gonna be a heel. I'm gonna say the truth because I am the the rated R suit. I look down on wrestling fans a lot because wrestling fans annoy the shit out of me sometimes. Uh-huh. Not all, but some. Not you guys. But um, those people over there. Good. On the fan side, you're always gonna have those questionable fans. But when it came to the venue, it's just they, it just wasn't organized. And I think for MLW. It was a bit more organized where okay. people knew where they were going. And then also, I asked Danielle because she went to Joey Janela's Lost in New York event that was ran by Game Changer Wrestling okay. back in SummerSlam weekend. And I asked her, I was like, was it this like nuts for, for Joey Janela's show? Because mm-hmm. I don't remember it being this crazy for MLW. Okay. And then she was like, no, it was more organized. So I think maybe it was a collab between... People running, people that run the Melrose, and also Impact that they just didn't know where seats were or whatever. Mm-hmm. But finally, when we did get settled in, me and Denny just decided to s- grab some seats. I don't know if we were supposed to sit there, but yeah. we just sat there anyway. Well, you guys were front row up at the top. We were, close. and this I was sitting in, literally in the front seat mm-hmm. for MLW up there in the in the balcony. Okay, for Impact, we were in the second row, so we just kind of sat in between matches. Uh huh. But for the most part, people that weren't sitting in that front row mm-hmm. in the balcony, like everybody else was pretty much just standing up. Okay. So like me and Denny were kind of just standing up throughout the whole. Oh, so that's why it looked like you guys were in the front row. Yes, because we were. <laughs> okay. We were, I was like recording shit over people's heads. Literally. Okay. Okay. But uh, the show was really really good. Um, the crowd was super hot. Um, the the first match was um. Rich Swan and fucking uh what's How's Rich Swan doing? I mean it's Rich Swan. What do you <laughs> what, what 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 more can I say about Rich Swan? Did I he mean, hit anybody? I mean he didn't hit no females. Okay. <laughs> well that's a good start, right? No, but Rich but Rich Swan, I mean, not for nothing, despite what he was going through with, with uh Sue Young, his wife or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean he's he's all over the place. He's an MLW, he's an impact wrestling, he's doing a lot of indie events. So I mean good for him. I mean he's a great talent. Yeah. I just don't agree with how he does his choices. His, yes, his choices. But it was him and um So you're saying he makes worse choices than I do? Yes. It was wow. him and Willie Mack. Uh Willie Mack's debut on Impact Wrestling. You see him all over the place in the Indies and also mm-hmm. Lucha Underground versus um Matt Seidel and Ethan Page. Now, for those that don't know who Ethan Page is, he he was an Evolve regular. Okay. Um, indie guy. You catch him indies here and there, but this was like his official like impact debut. Debut. Like really using like in Ethan the ring, Page, ring. not playing um Abyss's cousin or, or okay. He, yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't even count. This is him as Ethan Page, and good for Ethan Page. I'm, I, he's a He's a very underrated talent, in my okay. opinion, for seeing him so many years in Evolve. The match was it was a good it was a good opening match. Uh, Rich Swan and Willie Mack did get the win. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the show progressed, uh, the show was getting better and better. Um, we saw James Ellsworth. I'm not a fan of that. You know, I don't like James Me, Ellsworth. Uh, you know what? It, and it's a shame because. You could do something with that, but it's become so stale so quickly. Like, I don't even want to see him anymore. 
Eli Drake did an open challenge for um for um Impact Bound okay. Glory. And this is a guy, I'm a big Eli Drake fan. This is a guy uh-huh. that main the main event that last year's Bound for Glory. Yeah. And now he's the second match on the on the card. It's a shame. It's a shame, but I get it. You know, you're not always gonna be in the main event. But I do feel like Eli should be either in NXT by mm-hmm. now or maybe at least higher in the card. Yeah. Um we have friends of the show here being uh, and sharing this. Uh I shared twice and I like the Young Bucks merchandise. So uh guys, thanks for doing that. Uh James Esponto, Jessica Hoffman. Um we also have Juan R. Torres, who was tagged on this and now likes the show, and Marcos Martinez. He no is- relation. Well, I was about to say, well, there's three of you guys now. Punishment. Um, glad uh, NWO Wrestling is back. Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis. Yeah, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. And our boy Pinguino is coming in and, and uh, showing us some love. He called us both cerdos. It's that, okay. Though. That sounds like Pinguino. And Sunil the Heels on there. So, guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. So, Bound for glory. Um, He did an open challenge. A lot of people suspected it was going to be somebody that was really from New York, like Amazing Red, Low Key. But originally, it was supposed to, that spot was supposed to go to Joey Janela. But since okay. Joey Janela is injured, and he's out for I don't know how much time, uh-huh. um, we got James Ellsworth, and he got booed. Of course, of, of course. Even even for uh, Raw One Thousand, they did like a WWE exclusive with the dudes in the back. SmackDown One Thousand. Uh, yeah, yeah, SmackDown One Thousand. Congratulations, you played yourself. You wouldn't be happy that I was actually looking at the WWE. But you said, you know what? It's funny when okay. you try to put input in. Yeah, somehow you bury yourself. Of course, of course. Story of my life. <laughs> um, but like, and and the clip is about a minute and a half, like twenty seconds in. I was tired of it. I mean, I still let it play. It's just that. I, first of all, I was never a James Ellsworth guy. I was never uh-huh. a fan of him. I always found him no. You more of a Paul Heyman guy. Okay, this sorry. is what I mean. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I was, it's just, he just, I just find him very annoying. I was never part uh-huh. of that Ellsworth train. Yeah. Where people were like, oh my God, I need to see Ellsworth. I was well, never friends of the show are saying Ellsworth is lame. He's he's always been lame. Yeah. He's always been an annoying goof. I mean, he plays the character well. Good for mm-hmm. him. Good for him that he's gotten a check multiple times from the WWE. But I was just yeah. never a fan of the guy. No, so he, Ellsworth came out. Um, He tried to cheap pop the crowd. The crowd turned on him. And quickly Eli Drake got the win and then he cut Eli Drake cut a promo saying like oh uh, this is not what I asked for I asked for a talent worthy Abyss came out for the pop you know Abyss mm. just became the new inductee of the Impact Hall of Fame yeah um, how many do they have like what three or four people already it's Abyss Kurt Angle Sting, Sting yeah. the Dudleys Gail Kim Earl Hebner oh that many and Jeff Jarrett okay not I bad. feel like I, na- I literally named all of them I yeah. could be missing like one or two I think that's it, though. But, okay, so, and, and pause. Who else would you put in there? I mean, a lot of people that will put in there, they sign with the E, so you can't really put them right now. I think the, the first thing that comes to my head is AJ Styles. You wouldn't put Amazing Red in there? Yeah, but not yet. There's more deserving names. What about Loki? I mean, yeah, you could put Loki Your in boy, there. boy, Loki. I can't stand Loki. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck him. Okay, um, so you had a biz come out. Mm-hmm. To and, get the pop, he got the pop from the crowd, and he put Eli Drake through a table. Ha ha! He he slapped on me. But now, ev- what, is that what Eli asked for? <laughs> no, no, that's not what Eli <laughs> asked for. You know, but uh, 
it's filler. It's filler. Of course. And I, but it's a shame. For, it, it was all a setup for that pop. Yeah, that but you it. know, I feel like Eli Drake does deserve better. But whatever. One match that I do want to talk about is the, it was a women's title match, the knockout title. Um, Ty Valkyrie challenging uh, Tessa Blanchard for the for the women's championship. Uh huh. That match was really good, man. They 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 were a bit stiff ski in the match. Okay, we have here uh, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Awesome Kong. Our uh, our boy Rico Iglesias from the Ricans of Wrestling is saying, "Hi, Dios mío. Why we gotta start so early? Now, nah, Leo, when I said I'm cool with the Young Bucks gear, I meant I don't want it. I just like sharing the show. Hashtag Leo needs glasses. <laughs> I mean, you asked for it. This is why you're you're hated on. Don't the make show. me go upstairs and get my old man glasses because I refuse to wear them. Listen, so stop using that as an excuse to go check on the children. Oh, of course, but, the, I, but that's. <laughs> They're watching some shit. Listen, they know. they they know the audience knows. The they know about know it already. That, hey, hey, I gotta go check on the kids. Like they know that already. <laughs> and people are saying that yeah, Awesome Kong does deserve to be. She in definitely the, deserves to be. Yeah. On. Who knows? Maybe next year. But well, we'll see. But yeah, Ty Valkyrie and um, Tessa Blanchard—they were really stiffsky in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see Tessa losing the championship, and she retained. Obviously, mm-hmm. they need to keep that title on on her. Let her continue rocking with the belt. Yeah, she actually had an appearance um, last week or this week. Busted Open Radio. No, where she actually she wrestled the uh, Cage. What's oh, that was two days ago. Yeah, that was at Bar Wrestling out in um, Cali. Yeah, she that that was a rematch from their Wrestle Circus match mm-hmm. like a year or so ago. Yeah, because she was she was promoting that on on her social media. And thank you to her for reposting your your video. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I pop getting some love, getting some love, getting some love. You know. Slide into his DMs, ladies. Just saying. <laughs> um, I and will w- say this. I will. I will say this. If, if uh-huh. I have to take a moment here, right? Take a moment. Taya and Tessa Blanchard looked. Oh, they looked. Yes. Very good. Very. Muy, good. muy bueno. Uh-huh. It was hard, and I was telling Denny this too when we were watching the match. I was Your like, boy? I was telling him. I'm like, you know, it's kind of hard to focus. <laughs> on, like, <laughs> what's going on in the ring? Because you know, uh-huh. there was yeah. a lot of. There was at one point where. I think Taya or was it Tessa? I forget. One of them. One of had, the two. One of the two had him in like in, in a headlock, like a front face with a headlock. And you were not looking at her head. And all I see is one of is one of them is palming the other one's ass, like getting a good grip. And I'm yeah. like, oh man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm a guy. I like women. I enjoy wrestling, but I love women. So yeah. Well, hey, hey, and and, and you know what? They both look really good, but they both could also go. And and that's one thing that we've always talked about here, where you know what they could be very sexy, very good looking, and everything. But if they can't go, you know, what I mean, at the end, yeah, you got to separate the two because they're not actual wrestler wrestlers like women wrestlers. They're just eye candy. Just to move on with the card, uh, Eddie Web- Eddie Edwards is scheduled to uh, fight Moose, and that turned into a tag match. Um, Killer Cross ended up interfering. Now, why was one of them hurt? No, 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 no. They just. That's, That's the way it was the booked. Crowd. Tommy okay. Tommy made the save to uh, your okay. crowd or whatever, so they ended up having a tag match. Also, we had OVE, the the the, the, the Crease brothers, Jake and Dave, and Sammy Callahan versus uh-huh. Brian Cage, Pentagon Jr., and um, Ray Phoenix. That was a really good match. Um, OVE went over. This is uh, We had the Concrete Jungle match. Yes, I know it's kind of crazy. So pretty much what they is did, it like a Chicago it was street LAX fight? LAX versus LAX OGs, right? Okay. So pretty much what they did was they took apart the whole ring. They took that 
first layer of padding that's on the roof. Uh-huh. Now you just have plywood. Yeah. Okay. Now when I see this, I'm telling Danny, I'm like, this looks like a really bad idea. Of course. Because the plywood ain't stable. No, it's not. What keeps it stable is the mat. Holding it together, yeah. When they tie it. So they take that all apart. So when you have the OGs come out, LAX OGs come out first or whatever, you know, whatever they come out, they they get booed. Then LAX comes out. Prior to, it was Conan was supposed to schedule be in the match. Okay. But what they did was before, like right after the second match, they showed a, a backstage thing where Conan gets attacked. Okay. The usual one where, you know. You know, whatever. So now it's a two on three. The pre-recorded. Yeah. It's two on three. So then I knew this through social media, but LAX was going to have like this big entrance because they're in New York. They're both New York guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ortiz and Santana, uh, formerly EYFBO in the Indies. That used to be their tag yeah. name before they became LAX. So they were going to come out by Bodega Bams and his crew. Okay. They were going to do his entrance for him. So you have Bodega Bams and his crew which is like a good seven of them. Yeah, yeah, it looked like with, a whole bunch of people. With Santana and Ortiz, they come out, and then they're jumping on the ring. They have this one dude that's recording the whole thing mm-hmm. for them, for, for Bodega Bams or whatever. Yeah. So that, they literally recorded a music video. Let's put it that Basically. way. Basically. Basically, right? And apparently, Danielle was telling me, like later on after the show ended, she was telling me that people backstage were like pissed off because I guess they weren't supposed to jump because all you have is plywood. But, I mean, you're the one that that is setting that up. Maybe they told him not to jump and they still did it anyway. I don't know, bro. I don't know. But, I mean, any any more than three people is a mob mentality. So, if one person starts to jump, everybody else is going to jump. So, pretty much we get like a three-minute fucking entrance uh-huh. with uh, LAX and, and Bodega Bams' crew or whatever. They're jumping around or whatever. And then the match starts. At one point, right in the beginning of the, of the match, I'm telling Denny, I'm like, yo, this looks like a bad idea. Santana's foot went through the, the plywood. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, man, they're going to, like, literally beat the shit out of each other. Hernandez got busted open real quick. Of course. The match was good. The match ended up turning out to be really, really good. Yeah, but it, you could have done, like, a street fight and still gotten the same effect. But the thing was, the there was, like, technically there was, like, three matches that were, like, no DQ. Because when Tommy Dreamer came out with Eddie Edwards, or what, to make the save for Eddie mm-hmm. Edwards, that ended up becoming like a street fight rules, right? Okay. Um, OVE, right, versus the Lucha Brothers and Brian Cage, that was OVE rules, which technically is a no DQ match also, but it didn't end up being a no DQ match. It ended up being a Lucha rules match. Where there was no tags, no nothing. Okay. So they didn't really technically use weapons there. Yeah, they did fight on the outside, but there wasn't really weapons used. But, but okay. you know, you could technically say that was an ODQ match too. Yeah, technically. Technically. And then you had this match, which was really a street fight, but they just wanted to add like a new gimmick to it, like a gimmick mm-hmm. name to it. I mean, the match turned, ended up turning out to be good. Like it, it didn't end up turning to be like a mess or anybody se- severely got injured, uh-huh. which is a good thing. Well, I mean, and, and the way you set it up, you know, and you're saying that his foot went through the through the plywood. It looked bad. It, it definitely looked bad. And I know the referee at one point, the referee, this referee that was refereeing this match looked like really, really young. And for whatever reason, the stupid fans in, in the Melrose Ballroom kept on calling him baby ref. I do. Yeah, I know. It was one of these stupid chants. So, those, are, those are your favorite type of I, wrestling I fucking fans. hate fans like that. So they were, they were like, that, that ref was like out in the apron. He, at, at 
points in the match. He was scared to get in the ring because, you know, you have the town doing a whole bunch of shit, right? So he's, like, scared to go in the ring because he's trying to fix He's trying to fix the plywood. Whatever they're breaking, he's they, trying to fix. Yeah, he's trying to fix. So it, the match went from being a, a possible disaster to actually being a really good match. Okay. Very yeah. physical, I will say that. Now, did you get a chance to watch it at home? I didn't get to watch it yet. Um, maybe I'll watch it tonight. Maybe I'll watch mm. it tomorrow. But I definitely want to. I tend, you know, my thing. Like yeah. if, if I have a chance, if I attend to a show and I have a chance to go back and watch it, I mm. try to do that. So maybe I'll do it tonight. I don't know. Okay. I, I was I was gonna do it last, but I was too busy watching Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie Santiago from the Dando Fuete uh, crew is here with us. Shout out to Eddie. Yeah, Eddie's. I don't Eddie's. Know. It's, it's a Dominican thing. I don't know. Uh, but you're just gonna bear no no but it's okay we're cool we're cool, oh, we're cool. We're cool. The, the, he supports Lowe's Radio he supports Lucha Outsiders he probably you too. it's okay <laughs> sorry that's how it usually goes go ahead so, um, so we have um, with Bound for Glory this so LAX 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 OGs it, it looked good on camera on the camera side it, it was great watching too besides yeah. like visually yeah. it looked good but the execution I think was flawed a little bit in what you're saying, is where everything was moving. Mm, everything was moving. But, the, yeah. I mean, the match ended up turning out to be good. But I think the biggest news coming out of Bound for Glory was this Austin Aries-Johnny Impact-John Morrison match. Cause before, yeah, before Johnny Impact. Before the match and before even the event, they were going back and forth on Twitter. And for those that don't know, John Morrison is married to Ty Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. They recently got married a couple of months ago. And... um. Austin Aries and John Morrison have been going back and forth on Twitter. Yes. And Austin Aries made some comments about alleging that, you know, Ty Valkyrie's fat or, or overweight or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And it caught a lot of buzz because nowadays, you know, if. Of course, body shaming, me body too, shaming, all that this, shit. All that stuff. So it's a problem. And then even they got, Impact Wrestling got, like, you know, attention from TMZ and they in, ended up interviewing John Morrison and Ty mm-hmm. Valkyrie. And all this back and forth, and then during the Hall of Fame speech for Abyss, um, Austin Aries went to do a public apology, and then they turned it kind of into a story, and they got had it. They got into like a big brawl, and it's definitely interesting stuff. Uh-huh. Very interesting stuff going into this because they Impact Wrestling did get some traction because of what's been going yeah. on between Austin Aries and and Johnny Impact. So Austin Aries, John Morrison had a really good match. I think Meltzer gave it four stars. I know. Fuck, I, Meltzer. fuck Meltzer, but you know, um, I, I don't remember the last time uh, Meltzer, besides Slime Reversary, actually think, give something to TNA. Yeah, that yeah, high. Impact, yeah, Impact Wrestling. So I mean, good for for all scenarios. Can we still call it TNA? No, I call it Impact. I don't call it TNA. Anymore. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I call it TNA. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. How did I play myself? It's a new regime. It's a new story. It's a new movement. It's okay. impact. Okay, but I, I see where you're coming from. Do we still call it WWF? Only people that don't watch wrestling anymore call well, it WWF. After you got to get the uh, you got to get the F out. No, but I, and you know what? And I think subconsciously a lot of wrestling fans, and I think the day that I turn over to say Impact, that's when they've done a good thing. Now, 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 keep in mind, I was against calling it Impact. No, I remember. In the beginning. I, I remember. Like, nah, still TNA. You remember when they had the owl? They still do have the owl. No, but I'm saying, like, when they when debuted they were the, more when they on the, debuted owl. the owl. And then Rebby Sky <laughs> went on a promo, <laughs> fuck the owl. We got <laughs> we got to pull that, that clip. <laughs> but listen, Impact has made their strides. They're, they're making a change. No, they've Majors made changes. Good. And this match between Johnny Impact, 
John Morrison and Austin Aries was really, really good. But what ended up coming out of this was the ending of the match. Yeah. Now, uh, before we go and talk about what happened at the end, do you think that the ending took away on how good of a match it was? I had mixed feelings about it, and I'm going to tell you. Okay, go ahead. So watching it live, I didn't know what was going on because I see – I was – me and Denny were like, there's no way John Morrison's winning the title. Yes. And one thing that people don't see on camera – or you gotta like really, you gotta be like, like really study like what you're watching on TV when it comes to wrestling. And I kind of saw this before, I think on an MLW episode. I want to say it was MLW War Games because John Morrison was part of that show too. Mm-hmm. But watching live, I'm like, this guy has a bad elbow. So Morrison, I think is his left elbow. He has he has it really heavily bandaged, yeah. So it looks bulky, mm-hmm. and he has like a contraption where it's like a circle thing. Well, kind of like uh, Stone Cold's knee brace type of thing. Something like that. But okay. he has it on his elbow, and he has it wrapped up. So I'm like, okay, this guy has a messed up elbow. So that, to me, was like a red flag. I'm like, there's no way they're putting this head yeah. on Morrison. And, like, don't get me wrong. I like Morrison. Mm-hmm. But to me, I, I don't see no reason to take it off of Austin Aries. No. But this is just me as a fan. Well, because you're going with the whole bell collector thing. And not know. even that. But, he, if anything, Austin Aries has been putting some prestige back to this Impact World title. Yeah. Because especially with the stuff with Del Rio and some of the stuff in the past. Yeah, I that, mean, that was a little You issue. know, when when Impact wasn't striving and wasn't making noise like they're making noise now, a lot of people was like, hey, whatever, the Impact World yeah. title. It's, it's like whatever, mm-hmm. right? But Austin Aries has been putting some prestige back to the title. Yeah. So I was like, there's no way Morrison's winning this title. And then next thing you know, oh, one thing I do want to add they were definitely being very stiff in this match, selling the audience that they really do hate each other. Okay. Yeah. So so that's a good thing. So they were really wrestling. They were wrestling hard. It was very stiff during this match. Uh-huh. Um, so whatever. Morrison goes for Starship Pain, and he gets the pin. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And and, and on screen, it came off, like, like watching it from this side. Like, the people were shocked. Because I think everybody expected Austin Aries to win. And by the way, the the crowd was 50-50. They were cheering for Aries and also cheering for Morrison. Yeah. It was like back and forth. Um, well, that's, that's what 50-50 means. This is why you... Nope. Congratulations. You played yourself. A little comedy doesn't work. Didn't work anywhere else. Here you go. It's not going to work here. Here you go. I'll give you one. I have about five of them. Whenever I'm out, I can't say any more comedy jokes. So, after... The pin, Aries gets up, does not sell Starship Pain. He goes up to the apron, goes to the corner. He sticks his middle finger to Don Callis or whatever, walks out, and while he's walking out, he's sticking his finger at everyone. Yes. So you're like, what the fuck just happened? So for those that don't know, Don Callis and and, and Josh Matthews, where they're calling the action because there's no room in the bottom near the yeah, near ringside, by the ring, yeah. they're up in the balcony. Mm-hmm. So that's how they call it. And there's monitors up there. So they were at the same level you guys were? Yes. Okay. So there's monitors up there. And the same goes for MLW. That's where they're calling the matches. Okay. So there's monitors over there. That's where they're calling everything. So he's sticking his middle finger at Don Callis or whatever. And Don Callis, you know, he, he runs the show. He runs Impact. Yeah. And then he just walks out. So we're like, what the fuck just happened? And even John Morrison. Oh, wait, so Callis also walks out? No. Oh, okay. He doesn't walk out. He just, Austin Aries just, you know, flips the bird. Yeah. To, to to Don Callis and he walks out. So now it's in question. It, the biggest story coming out of this is not even that Johnny Impact won the world title, which I get people saying Austin Aries doing that does hurt. Mm-hmm. 
you know, John Johnny Impact's, you know, world title win. Of course. But also you got to look at it. People are talking about this everywhere. Yeah. People are talking about this. You know, people could say like, oh, this is a stupid storyline if it is a work. But people are talking about it. So if this is a work, I think Impact Wrestling is doing a good job. Now, that's where you know you're doing things right. Now, I'm going to bring up the, the biggest work, which then we end up knowing that that it was all fixed, whatever. But um, the pipe bomb, right? Mm-hmm. So the infamous pipe bomb with um, with uh, CM Punk, you basically had the show go off the air. And then at home, it had you thinking like, oh, shit, what is the this fuck just true? Happened? Is yeah. this real or fake? So that's where you go online and you try to find out what's going well, on. We're living in an era now that wrestling tries to blur lines. Well, and, and I think that that's why. And they, try, and they try to go gray. And they did a good job about and it. And for those that are bashing whatever Impact is trying to tell with this awesome area storyline, right? Man. It's not even that. It's just give it time. Don't shit on. You might, maybe you didn't like the finish of it. It takes away from the title, it takes away from Johnny Impact's world title win. I understand that, mm-hmm. and maybe you could feel you could feel that way. Yeah, but at the same time, wait to see where this is gonna go. Maybe Impact is not gonna drop the ball on this one. Yeah, uh, we're saying give it to Johnny though. He's held the main title of every televised promotion he's been on, uh, Lucha Underground, WWE, and Impact. So, and that's the friends of the show saying that you think Aries is gonna put a Brian Pillman or a CM Punk. Pipe bomb. I think well, Aries has gone dark. He he hasn't posted nothing on Twitter or Instagram, and he was very uh, sociable. So going going back to it. So at first, I thought this has to this got to be a shoot because mm-hmm. it didn't make sense. Going back to certain clips of of Bound for Glory during his promo, he mentioned one thing during his promo that made me raise an eyebrow. He says in the promo before the match. Before the match, okay. He says in his promo, uh, you know, he's gonna bring. He doesn't trust Johnny Impact, so he invites. Uh, he invites him to bring Ty Valkyrie, and he's gonna bring his boys, uh, Killer Cross and Moose, to accompany him mm-hmm. at ringside. And he goes, "I don't trust he. I don't. I don't trust you, uh, Johnny. As a matter of fact, I don't trust the management behind Impact Wrestling." Why would he say that? Yeah, made me raise an eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Also. There, there's speculation going around that whatever Impact is trying to do is they're trying to have Austin Aries kind of portray this like loose cannon story, loose cannon storyline where he appears in different promotions, maybe in MLW, maybe Ring of Honor, um, maybe NWA seventieth anniversary that's happening tomorrow. We don't know. Mm-hmm. He could pop up anywhere. Technically, he's a free agent. Petey Williams, uh, the you know the Canadian Destroyer, yeah. on his podcast this week, he mentioned. Keep in mind, they all work for Impact, so why wouldn't they work the audience and work? Of course. So he said on his podcast, oh, uh, the second he was pinned, he was out of, he wasn't contracted to Impact Wrestling. To me, that's kind of fishy. Who said, you never hear somebody, no. the second somebody's yeah. pinned, they're they're not under no, contract no, no, no more. No. Conan on his podcast, Keeping the 100, uh-huh. he said, oh, uh, Austin Aries apparently got pissed that he was dropping the title. That's why he did what he did. So... Everybody that's associated with Impact Wrestling are acting like they don't know anything. Um, it's a shoot. It's a shoot. It's a yeah. shoot. If this is a shoot, hypothetically, uh huh. Mondays and Tuesdays, Monday and Tuesday this week, they 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 taped episodes of Impact Wrestling at the Melrose Ballroom. Mm-hmm. That's where they were at. Okay? okay. They they show they premiere the show on Thursdays. Yes. 
So technically, you have four days because Monday's episode is Thursday's episode. Yes. You have four days to do whatever you got to do in production, right? Mm-hmm. How come they didn't take Austin Aries off the, the intro of Impact Wrestling? Do you, you know the, you know where they show yeah, like yeah, yeah. all the, the wrestlers and mm-hmm. you see like little different imagery? Or, or if you want to play up to the whole work, like black it out or something. Or just add change it. Yeah. No, no, because I mean, they I, changed it to John Morrison holding the title. Yeah. At the so end. you know that they did something. So they some did something. Work. How come you didn't take Austin Aries off the off the off the intro? We have a question here, Mario. Let me ask you this: Did it help their cause for keeping it as close to a uh, work shoot as possible by keeping Morrison in the dark about the finish? Because Aries was pointing at Callis going through the ropes. It's been said that Morrison said, "Really, this is how that. you're going to do things." He said um, he did say, "Really." But who knows? Morrison might be on the on the whole thing and selling that. Maybe no. he knew what the hell was well, going on. Again, we, it, we don't we we don't know what happened mm-hmm. and Austin Aries and Don Callis could have you know, before the show even started, told all the talent, this is what we're doing. We no. need you guys to sell this. Yeah, it could have gone either way. Or they everybody could be knew. working the roster. Yeah. We don't know. Or like Because this, you want you want that genuine reaction of like really like really John Morrison could be in this too. Yeah. Cause think about it, for Austin Aries to, to you know, do the suicide dive and hitting Taya, there has to be some type of trust there. They might not like each other. Yeah. They might, and like I said, this is all work. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. we're talking about this. You get what I'm saying? Like we just spent a good thirty minutes because we did like a ten minute yeah. intro talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. We spent a good thirty minutes talking about Impact Wrestling. Yeah, which is good. Which is a good thing. So if this turns out to be a work, mm-hmm. right? They're doing their job. It's something different. It's something for us to talk about. Keep it going. And that, and we gotta applaud Don Callis for all this. Yeah, for making a change, for and, making and a he, difference. And he's made a whole one eighty uh, change on Impact on TNA, mm-hmm. uh, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I enjoyed Bound for Glory. Um, I liked Slammiversary better. Okay. Um, but it was a good show. I got no complaints about the so show. So we don't do stars like your boy, but one to ten, what would you give uh, Bound for Glory? Give it a. I give it an eight. Okay. I give it an eight. I thought it was a good show. Okay. Really good show. I enjoyed it. Um, That's Impact. Where do we go from here? Do you want to talk New Japan or you want to talk about WWE? New Japan. All right. So the last time we did a show. Really, WWE? Well, last time we. Really? Well, no, we're going to talk about WWE, though. Oh. Last time we uh, did a show, we, yeah. were, we were talking about New Japan. We were talking about things leading up to King of Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. which was their next big event. Yep. And a lot of things did happen at King of Pro Wrestling. Um, something that people did not see coming was the members that became part of Bullet Club OGs. And uh, I remember somebody with long hair on the Lucha Outsider show saying something to that extent. Like, go, and you were actually saying it with, um, fuck, what's the guy that lost the title? Shit, I'm trying to think. Anyway, but you were calling it like, hey, you know, the Bullet Club OG need new members. They do need new members. They need to have a strong stable because how are you going to go two guys on eight? It's never going to work. So pretty much what happened was we had, um, let's see, we had, a, we had a tag team match. No, no. Uh, let me rephrase that. We had Tanahashi versus Jay White. Yes. There's so many people involved, I thought it was a tag team match. We had Tanahashi versus Jay White. Um, it was a semi-main event. Mm. And Tanahashi was defending his uh, Wrestle Kingdom 13 briefcase. Yes. Okay. Jay White's challenging. Tanahashi 
went over and then Jay White was kind of just uh, attacking the dude like you know he um what's his face got involved um I Gato think- oh, Gato yeah. got involved and then um Okada made the save yes Okada made the save and he was about to you know get his hands on on on, on Gato mm-hmm. cuz remember Gato was uh, Okada's right hand man yep. right he was this Paul Heyman, you know, to Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar, pretty much. So um, he was gonna hit him, and then Jado, Jado, I mean Jado, who's also a member of Chaos, came out, and he's a a veteran in New Japan. Yeah, he came out, and I'm not really a fan of him like that, but whatever. <laughs> um, he came out and tried to. He was wearing a, a, a an Okada shirt. Yeah, and was telling you know. Uh, Okada to relax or whatever, and the next thing you know, you see the Bullet Club OGs come out. Yeah, they do. You see um, Tamatanga, you see Tangaloa, you see Bad Luck Fale, you see um, um, what's his face? Uh, the last one, um, Tangaleo. Uh, what is it? Yeah, what the fuck is this dude's name? Um, well, our boy Antonio Tovio, friend of the show, is on there, so he might be able to tell us. Guys, let us know. Uh, Tashi Ishimori. There you go. There you go. Let's close. Tashi Ishimori. So um, I kept on thinking about Ishii. So Ishimori was with them. So you have the Bullet Club members. So you're like, what the fuck is going on yeah, here? Yeah. So was. they get in the ring. They grab Gato. Mm-hmm. And then Jado's just standing there like an idiot, just like, what the hell is going on here or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then they, he, he did not like. And I'm going to get to that. He didn't fit. I'm, I'm going to get to that, right? Okay. So then the OGs get in there. The Bullet Club OGs get in there and they kind of. Kind of like tell um, Okada, attack him. Attack mm-hmm. him. Yeah, hit him. Hit him. And the next thing you know, Okada gets... No, Jay White gets in. Oh, I don't. I forget how to... Did Jay White get in there first? No, 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 because Okada goes to the ropes when he's come back. He yes. Gets hit with the, with yeah, the... and then he gets uh, he gets hit with the stun gun, which is an yeah. RKO. Tama Tama mm-hmm. hits, and we're like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? Jay White now and gets they, in the ring. They, they let it go, Gato, and uh-huh. he's laughing. And they're all laughing, whatever. Now they're beating the shit out of fucking Okada. And then all of a sudden, you see the fucking too sweet. And you're like, holy yeah. fucking Cause, shit. Because you thought, you saw, you thought uh, um, they were that trying to Jay recruit. White was going to pick him up. Yeah. But, you know, he throws up the too sweet. Oh, man. It was so fucking dope. Nobody saw this coming. The only person that did see somewhat of this coming is my boy Damon. Okay, because he did tweet out something. Well, like, we know Damon. He, he 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 said something. He likes the fantasy book a lot. He did uh say something weeks ago, like, "Oh, wouldn't it be dope if Jay White joined the Bullet Club, yeah. or whatever?" But it makes perfect sense, and it we also tells taking that screenshot and posted it. You know, why am I gonna club. grab his shit and post? It? No, because we give him credit. But he ha- runs his own wrestling stuff or whatever. Okay, just one. Okay, here you go. Second one. Listen, I I I understand that you know. The little effort that you do when it comes to our social media is usually bad. But sometimes, no hay que siempre hablar. It's not always. My forte is the Facebook Live, the audio. That's my forte. Hashtags are not my thing. Thank God you said Facebook Live. Because if you would have said Facebook, you would have gotten demolished right now. (laughs) (laughs) And YouTube Live. Guys, remember, you can always check us out on YouTube Live, on Facebook Live, at Lucha Outsiders Everywhere. But... It, it kind of does tell a story. It goes full They're circle. They're very quiet. Let me go check them. Go ahead. It goes full circle because prior to all this, when Jay White was offered a position in the Bullet Club that Kenny Omega was trying to recruit him, uh, Tama Tunga went backstage and was like, oh, it was the wrong member of the Bullet Club trying to recruit him. That was like, oh, shit. It goes full circle. Also, Jay White went to a Bad Lux Fale school in New Zealand. 
And he got introduced to Bad Luck Fale because of Finn Balor. Finn Balor, Bullet Club. So it all tells, it goes full circle here. I'm all for Jay White part, being part of the Bullet Club. This is a, a, some gasoline added to this fire that the Bullet Club OGs is, is doing in New Japan, which is great. My only pet peeve about this, and it's very, very minor. I'm cool with Jay White being part of the Bullet Club. I'm cool with Gato being part of the Bullet Club. Because, you know, I, I like him being in stables. I, I like him being a mouthpiece. Because he likes to talk shit. I love that shit. He did it in chaos. Now he's going to do it part of the Bullet Club OGs. My only thing is, I, I, I don't like Jado being part of it. Jado, Jado. I don't like him being part of the Bullet Club. It doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't fit for me. Uh, but whatever. I think he's going to end up turning to be... The guy that catches pinfalls for the for the stable when they need to um, get pinned. To for me, if I had to guess, um, he's pretty much going to be enhancement talent for the Bullet Club OGs, and he's going to give other guys in the Bullet Club OGs, you know, wins and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my only thing. But besides that, I'm all for this movement. We also had the main event, uh, a triple threat match. The first, I think, it was like. The first triple threat match in I don't know how many years between uh, Kenny Omega defending his IWGP uh, world title against Cody Rosen and um, Kota Ibushi. The match was really, really good. Very enjoyable match. If you guys have not watched this, make sure you go back. Go to NewJapanWorld.com if you want to be cheap and go to one of these illegal streams, which I recommend you not doing. But if, hey, you want to do it, go ahead and do it. Uh, to watch New Japan, do it. Um, this is, is a must-watch match. It was real, real fun. Um... And what's next uh, for for New Japan and the Bullet Club? So before um, before let me wrap up on this triple threat. Kenny Omega did his regular spiel, you know, talking on the mic. Uh, Kota Bushi very disappointed on himself. Did not want to get up from the ring. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Bucks were out there helping him to get up. Um, finally, Kota Bushi did get up, and you know, same old shit with Kenny Omega. And I mean that in a good way, not in a bad way. Um, you know. Changing the world, trying to change the look of professional wrestling. Um, and also, uh, you know, um, he's going to Wrestle Kingdom with Tanahashi. Tanahashi ends up coming out and they kind of have a face-off. Face-off, and that's how King of Pro Wrestling ends up uh, changing. That's uh, turning and ending, pretty much. So, what's next for New Japan and the Bullet Club and the Elite and what's going on over there? So, there's a lot of rumors going around mm-hmm. when it comes to all these things. We don't know where the Bucks stand where Adam Page stands, where Cody Rhodes stands, and Kenny Omega stands. There's a lot of rumors going around that they might sign with the E. We don't know. And they, that has a lot to do also with, with everything that's going on. They're also playing this with with uh, Being the Elite, if you watch Being the Elite on YouTube. um, And also, I don't think Kenny Omega did it, but Cody Rhodes, The Bucks, Marty Skrull, and um, Adam Page, they all tweeted out their own individual Bullet Club shirts and said, this is going to be our last Bullet Club shirt with the Bullet Club logo. Yeah, they So did. a lot of people was like, what the fuck? Are they going to go to the E? Um, there's two ways of looking at this. Maybe they're going to go to WWE in 2019. We don't know. Or maybe they want to separate from the Bullet Club because technically New Japan does own that and they just want to be known as the elite and finally get that definite separation between yeah. Bullet Club and the Elite because technically the Bullet Club is still bu- there's Bullet Club Elite Bullet Club OGs 
Yeah. Maybe they just want to rename. Maybe that, they want to brand their own brand stuff. that yeah. elite because elite they the elite they own that mm-hmm. the Bucks own that. So maybe they just want to brand it as the elite and just get rid of all that bullet club stuff. Yeah, and and plus they also using that to to work the crowd too. If it's definitely to work, or maybe they go to the E. We 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 don't know. One thing I've seen, um, they do they've been doing a lot of posts about like having matches with people in the WWE. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cuz somebody made a question to them that like who, you know, who would you have a dream match with? And then they said um the Elite versus uh New Day. Elite versus New Day. I know uh, there were some tweets back and forth between Seth Rollins and Kenny Omega. I know there's been um it not as hype, but there's definitely a lot of comparisons between Omega and Seth Rollins. Yeah, and I think it would be a really good match, too. It would be a really good match. It will be a really good match now, not in 10 years. Mm. Their wrestling style does not hold up for 10 years, Mario, like the way they are now. I mean, if they, get, if they calm down, well, you can't say that. You can't say but, that. Uh, yes, you can, because it won't be the same type of match 10 years from now that it will be like right now, okay, right so now. Okay, so you're going to tell me Shawn Michaels from the 90s and Shawn Michaels in the 2000s. You, you didn't like Shawn Michaels in the 2000s? No, what I'm saying is and Shawn Michaels... slowed down a lot. Okay, but what I'm saying, Shawn Michaels from the 90s is a different type of wrestling match than Shawn Michaels Kenny from the Omega 2000s. could probably do the same thing. Seth Rollins could probably do the same thing. You can't say that. Okay. You can't say that. I, I think I can. I'm thinking they're just leaving the Bullet Club is what the people are saying. How can you say... you don't? Daniel Bryan, yes, because he has no, injuries. Because I'm saying it's going to be history. a different type of match. Okay, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it won't be good. No, AJ but I'm not Styles saying in his 40s I'm not is saying, wrestling great. Okay, but I'm not saying it's not going to be good. What I'm saying is not going to be the what type of match now. It wouldn't Ten hold years from up. Now, it wouldn't be the hold same. Up. That was I your did? words. Okay, fine. Jesus Christ, Congratulations. Bro. You played Do you yourself. understand why people don't like you on this At show? At least the WWE would calm down the style of the elite is what our boys are saying here on the chat. I mean, yeah, because they're going to definitely rest, wrestle a different style. They're going to add more years to their longevity. And they're going to wrestle more days, too. Yes. Yes, they're going to wrestle more days. Like I told you in, in the last show we did, I think the Bucks, especially the Bucks, maybe not so much Kenny Omega, maybe not so much Adam Page or, or Cody, but I think when it comes to the Bucks, I think they're thinking more to their family, and I think they want to be a little bit more close to their family than always going to Japan. Well, do you think that that's why Tamatanga is always putting this stuff on on uh, on social media, kind of throwing shade at them, like you know you you've because there there was a thing that uh, Cody wrote. Um, where uh fuck what's the guy? Does Tremperetta deserve yeah, a United States Championship yeah. match? Yeah. And then Tom Tonga was like, absolutely, he does more work. Pretty much, he, 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 I'm rephrasing it here, yeah, yeah. saying that he does more work than you do. Like he's, yeah. you know, he's been here since whatever. And Cody, you know, he's not a New Japan regular. Don't get me wrong, I love Cody Rhodes, but he's not a New Japan regular. No, but we gotta call the spade a spade. Exactly. Like, I'm not gonna be biased here, and and you know, he just challenges Juice for the United States Championship, and then. First match in, yeah. he grabs the U.S. title. I mean, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy for Cody, but 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 it's like wow, you know. So Tama does have a point. One thing about Tama Tonga is that's a guy that you do you do not want to fuck with on social media. So Melter uh, on his Wrestling Observer uh, radio, your boy, yeah, sure. Uh, he reported that New Japan talent. Some New Japan talent, not all talent, are are kind of like 
the morale is down, apparently. They're not necessarily too happy that some people might now consider going to the WWE because apparently this new regime, the second the, the new president, um, I forget the dude's name, became the new president. New yeah, because New Japan he's has became, a, yeah. he's become the, a little bit more business-like now, especially that they're, they're trying to cross over to the United States, like heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we haven't heard no talent speak up about this, so we don't know. Well, of course, they're not going to speak and about it. Do I believe the story? Do I think Meltzer full of shit? This is one of these stories where I can honestly say I don't know. And I can't even bash, bash Meltzer on this one. Because you don't think that he's reaching? Like he's trying to see if there's something there? No, because I think Meltzer, as much as I have my criticism with the guy, I think Meltzer does have... Because we know that he has a super boner for New Japan. So I think he does have no. a strong connection I when it noticed. comes to talent for New Japan. So I think... Maybe he does have reliable source in some cases, but at the same time, Tamatanga went out there and said, Meltzer, who's your sources? Because, you know, there's nobody, there's nobody that I know of that's unhappy in New Japan. Everybody's yeah. happy. The morale's good. And whoever is unhappy, they should leave New Japan. So Tamatanga went on record on Twitter, but this is Tamatanga here. We know that this guy is like a verbal assassin when it comes to Twitter. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I would pay just to sit there and just watch him tweet. What's up, Richard Beecher? What's going on, dude? I was gonna get to that. Um, so I think when it comes to the Bucks, maybe more than anybody, I see the Bucks leaving. Mm-hmm. Do I want that to happen? No, because I, I, I there's 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 a, a Brian Brian Campbell, which he he does his own podcast when it comes to wrestling. He works for CBS Sports. He he calls this the 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 revolution. It, it, pretty much all these different promotions that, that are doing so well outside of WWE. Yeah. The the wrestling revolution, right? That's what he calls it. And I think that's the best way to put it. And I think the, what they did in All In, you know, the Bucks and, and Omega and, and, and the Elite, pretty much, what they did in All In, there's, there's something there. There's a future there. Yeah. And it would be so, like, kind of heartbreaking, like, if the Bucks do decide to, you know, Choose the WWE path, and I wouldn't knock them for it. For yeah, it. but it would kill All In because there wouldn't be no All In. Yeah, there would not be another All In too. As for Cody and Omega, Adam Page, I mean, there's an argument to be made about Adam Page since he was already offered a contract. Maybe he does go with the Bucks. We don't know. I think Cody, with everything that he's involved in, he's involved in Japan, he's involved with Ring of Honor, he's involved with NWA. Tomorrow they're going to have a show, the 17th anniversary, where he's going to defend the NWA world title against uh, Nick Aldis with two out of three falls. I think he has so much things. He has so much shit in different pots. Mm. I don't see him going to the WWE. Yeah, because it's not a, just a clean cut. Like yeah. For the Bucks, it's just, okay, maybe two companies, three at most. Mm-hmm. But with Cody, he's all over the place. He's all over the place. Um... And Marty Scroll, I think he still has a a time left in his Ring of Honor contract. Yeah, I so, think it was more like what, nine months or a year. So or I don't think like I don't see Marty leaving. And then with Omega, it's like, does he really want to leave leave Japan? Because you know, he has his uh his golden golden lover relationship. He lives in Japan. Does he really want to move to the states? Does he want to move back to the states? I wouldn't. Uh, Richard Beecher is saying, and this is kind of going back to what we were talking about before, but Richard Beecher got late to the party. Uh, I'm under the assumption that the Aries flip out at Impact was not a work. Now, Richard, you can go back and listen to the first part of the show. Uh, you can find it on uh, all your social platforms uh, and uh, 
on the podcast version. Yeah, first half hour, bro, we were talking heavy about Impact Wrestling, Bound for Glory, especially about the Aries and, and John Morrison controversy, if you want to call it that. I already gave my opinions about that. I think it's a work, and if it is a work, and it turns out to be being a work, um, good for Impact, man. They got us all talking, so um, we spent a good chunk yeah. of the show talking about that, so good for them. Which is what you want at the end of the day, because it, it's going to help the brand. Mm-hmm. Because you have people talking about it. What else is on the list of Mario? You want to talk about WWE? You want to talk about this Jericho and Jim Ross? Uh, I was actually going to leave that towards the end of the show. I mean, we... well, well, Chris Brown wants to know about it. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about it now. So uh, uh, there was a report that was, um, I think it's SES Scoops. Yes. SEC? Uh, um, S-E-S. No, SES. SES Scoops. Um. They 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 got an exclusive story that apparently Jericho and Jim Ross are in works that they're uh, they're in connection with a multi billionaire. I think they own like the Jaguars and I think a, I think even a soccer team too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm. And apparently his son is a big wrestling fan, and they're they were gonna start a promotion. Um, they're apparently in talks with Access TV. This report came out. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Access TV, the same day this report came out yesterday, Access TV came out and shut down the rumor, saying yep. that there's no truth that we're involved in this Jim Ross and Chris Jericho project. Sean Ross, and thank you to uh, Chris Brown, who actually sent us this information. Sean Ross Sapp, who is a rep, tells me there's no truth to the Access TV component of the report with Chris Jericho and Jim Ross starting a wrestling company. That was on the 19th, which was yesterday at 1.45. And then uh, Chris Jericho came out on his Twitter saying, like, hey, I'm hearing that I'm starting uh, you know, uh, a new promotion. I He's love like, his response. And then he goes, like, yeah, me, me and Lady Gaga are going to start our own like, record label or, or something. Our own movie and, studio. And our, movie, you know, our own studio. And he, and he said a whole bunch of stuff, kind of somewhat shutting down the rumor, sort of. It depends how you take it. But, okay, but Jericho, Jer- Jericho, yeah. Jericho knows how to work, people. He said he wasn't going to be at all in. He wasn't at all in. Yeah. He said that he wouldn't work for any other promotion. He works for New Japan. Do you remember when he was uh, when he was rumored to be going to um, the Royal Rumble, and then somebody snapped a picture of him at an airport, like a hundred miles away, mm-hmm. and they tweeted out. So what he did for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. I guess, what he was getting a ride to the Rumble because he ended up being at the Rumble, mm-hmm. was tweet out, "Oh look, uh, I'm also at the at the." Uh, at the pyramids, mm-hmm. and he kind of cut out his picture. Also, what what I like about Jericho is Jericho knows how to troll the audience and knows how to do things well. And also, a lot of not only Jericho, but a lot of celebrities and a lot of people that are out in the in the public world, right, in the public eye. What they like to do is they take multiple pictures of themselves, no matter where they are. And then just because somebody posts a picture that day doesn't mean that that picture was taken that same day. Of course, they 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 put it out in time. Mm-hmm. And Jericho is known he's mastered how to play the audience and play social media yes yeah so will there be a new promotion we don't know but just the idea of chris jericho and jim ross starting a new promotion i think i think it's pretty cool yeah yeah and uh thank you for richard beecher for sharing this and also diego Macheca, Macheca. Hey guys remember if you share this video you could win your very own young bucks bullet club uh shirt given to you by your boys here at Lucha Outsiders. So just share this video everywhere. Mm-hmm. And make sure if you miss anything, like Richard Beecher said that he missed the, the, the first chunk of the show. Mm-hmm. If um you miss anything, you can always go back 
head uh subscribe subscribe to wherever you get your podcast um iTunes SoundCloud want to be fancy Apple Podcasts tune in La Mescla app um Stitcher wherever you download or listen to your podcast Google Play is changing their stuff is now called Google something Google Play podcast some shit like that just letting you know they're changing so now you're gonna put that one into talk to definitely not doing that no okay no Google Podcast. Definitely not doing that. Where if I say wherever you get your podcast, that means wherever they get their podcast. And and we still have the promotion where if you go to find us where you get your podcast and we're not there, you still gotta let us know. We'll go ahead and send you a little care package. Yes. Uh King Borden is saying, What do you guys think about his uh about his new WWCDR promotion? Have you heard anything about that? No idea. Uh, King Borden, let us know a little bit more what you're talking about. Uh, maybe it's the one that we were talking about right now, that promotion that, that Jericho and Jim Ross are starting. That's it didn't definitely even have not, a name. Uh, no, it didn't have a name. There yeah. was no name involved. Well, they were just inv- The only thing that was said in the report was that they're tagging with a, a billionaire that owns, I think, the Jaguars and also owns a soccer team. Well, if he owns the Jaguars, then he... <sighs> He's a multi-billionaire. He has a shit ton of money. That's what I we think it's Man. No, it's Manchester United. I think so. It, it's an English Premier League team. I think it is an English Premier League. I yeah. think I, I think I read that today this morning. Yeah, because I know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is also part owner of uh, Liverpool. All I know is and so is LeBron James. All I all I know is if this story and turns out to be like a completely false mm-hmm. story, like there's not even an ounce of truth to this. It's probably Leo had something to do with. No, it. No, no. Oh. S.E.S., whoever reported, gets, gets the biggest. Congratulations. You played yourself. They're putting out fake news out there. Oh, I say fake news. Exactly. Um, I think we need to, um, you know, acknowledge the elephant in the room. What is <laughs> Wow, bro. What the fuck was that? That is a disgusting act. You Delete. just made the list. Delete. Jesus Delete. Christ. You better hope your wife does not hear that. Because <sighs> she's an old. She's got other shit she got to worry about. It's okay. Yeah, sure. I'm in the doghouse already. Um, Crown Jewel. I'm going to have to go check what the kids are doing right now. So, for those that have been following the news, right? Um, Do we have to talk about this? We have to talk about it. We're a wrestling podcast. We have to talk first about of all, this shit. First of all, where is it going to be held? Because now, now the Saudi government said that they killed the dude. So now it's confirmed they killed the dude. So where is it going to be held? Well, okay. So for those that haven't been following the news, apparently there was some assassination. The, the Saudi, whatever. Some gangster I'm, I'm not going into the No, no, we're not getting into politics, but it has to do with Wrestling too. By the way, Argentina Brazil also played at the same stadium where they're gonna hold the uh, Crown Jewel. Wrong show. No, I'm just letting you know. Wrong show. Okay. 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 I'm down to three. Uh so I think going into it, I think and it was the same thing for the greatest Royal Rumble. Uh huh. Um, you know, they there were some questionable things going into because it it's like why you know saudi arabia is suspect over like there. why so close together yeah, I, I get the money i get the money grab i think it's like over 50 million right and plus they pay for all the expenses exactly. as far as so the travel. i get the money grab but man it's just it's bad timing you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying on top of 
you know, the backlash that, you know, with females not being involved in the show, with that backlash, right? Well, that's why they have evolution. Let's not even get started with that yet. <laughs> um, but, man, it, 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 first of all, there's only three matches booked, not including this World Cup that we're going to get into that also. So you have DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. You have the world title match between AJ and Daniel Bryan, and then you have the triple threat uh, universal title match. Yes. Okay. That's all you have, plus the 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 the, the World Cup tournament matches. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, there's been speculation that it might be moved to somewhere else. There's been speculation that Vince doesn't care that it's still going to happen in Saudi Arabia. Um, well, then it's still fifty million. In the last twenty four hours, a new report has come out that tickets for this event has not gone out to the public yet. Why? We don't know. Because, okay, so first of all, the venue was changed to the a bigger venue. No, to a smaller venue. To a sm- I thought the report said bigger. Smaller. Okay, so is it... Okay, did they just pay $50 million just for the guys to go wrestle for the family? Well, the Prince is pretty much booking this shit. Think about it. There's a, there's a, well, there's a couple of factors you need to notice about this. Uh-huh. The people that are yeah, wrestling... none of it makes sense. Is... Older people that what you know attitude era esque yeah. early two thousand yeah it kind of goes back to what we were talking about on last there's no black show. people on the card yet and there's no women was it black people yeah Titus because he fell underneath the ring mm-hmm. hmm. Bobby Lashley was in the last one too but there's no who's who's black on the card there's nobody there's no African Americans on the card that's some shit makes you wonder right. You know the old man's booking it. I mean, you remember the dinner that the the videos that were coming out. Prince of Saudi Arabia is definitely booking this shit. They're definitely booking. Wow. It. Okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, the WWCDR is basically World Wrestling Council, but in the Dominican Republic. Oh. Okay. So we'll look into it next week's show. We'll let you guys know what's going on with that. That means we ain't doing shit. So, no, no, he, we are. Come on, my wife's Dominican. I'll probably have to like know about it to tell her family. Like, oh, yeah, this guy knows his shit. I don't know shit. I just read about whatever. Yeah. So. I'll look into it. As a fan, not being realistic here. As a fan, do you even want this Crown Jewel show to even happen? No. Mm-hmm. But it's going to happen. No, I, I know. I, I don't think it's going to get canceled. And unless something it. crazy happens in Saudi Arabia again. Unless right? war breaks out between the U.S. and Saudi Arabia. God damn it. Who cares about a little bit of the world? I want my money. The USO. We go there every year. <laughs> so it, it, I don't. I don't. I don't see the show getting canceled. I don't. I see why they did business with Saudi Arabia because money talks. Of course. But I think it's definitely a mistake on their part for doing business with them because it's just sketchy, man. And I don't want to go but, into. Okay. Po- I don't want to go into politics because this is not what the okay, show is no, about. Okay, no, no, no. But, but we for, have we have Pita for that. Okay? Pita, yeah, which he's also part of Lowe's Radio, by the way. Um, but if you lo- if you look at it right, just look at the last show, top to bottom, it looks sketchy. Can I can I ask you a question? And and, and and this is gonna roll over to have you talked about this with Pedro? No, not yet. Bring this up either when it gets closer to the show or, or even on the next show. Mm-hmm. I want you to bring that up and I wanna hear his opinion about okay. it. Okay. Because now it has a lot to do with it because now because what happened when and, and, uh, we're not gonna get into politics again, but now the Saudi government actually came forward and said, Yeah, you know, we find out they did it, whatever, whatever. Jesus, man, it's a fucking mess. It's getting sketchier and sketchier by the minute. And before this happened, 
there was uh, um, government officials that were pressuring the WWE to cancel the show. You know, you know what makes it worse? This is the show that Shawn Michaels is supposed to step out of retirement, right, to wrestle in, and nobody gives a damn about it because we have all this controversy with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. This is the world that we fucking live in now. It's a shame, bro. And it's not like that we really want to see this tag team match anyways, but it should be a bigger deal. You know what I'm saying? Shawn Michaels, arguably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, if not the greatest, right? Yeah. In-ring talent performance of, of all time is coming out of retirement. Everybody's Mount Rushmore. Okay, and guess what? Nobody cares about it because not only is the match kind of underwhelming, but also you have all this controversy yeah. behind the Saudi Arabia stuff. Uh, Miguel, friend of the show, is saying, I don't even think about no black people being on the crown jewel. That's crazy. So you go, you're opening people's eyes. Well, this is what I do. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, you should open a Miguel's eyes. Okay, go ahead. I don't even know what that is. I don't even stand that. And I'm just going to give you one of these also. Congratulations. You played yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, World Cup. Oh, Jesus. And Christ. I put a little question up on there, right? And I said the WWE World Cup. Is that what they're going with or just the World Cup? I hate that they're calling it a World Cup. Now, for those that are either new to the show or people that have been following the show since day one, this guy is a soccer fan to the T. He has a soccer no. show or whatever, No, right? I'm not a soccer fan, says the tattoo. Okay, I am not. I could give two shits about soccer, right? But you learned a little bit, though. Nah, I, I don't give a fuck about it. Who's right? Cristiano Ronaldo? I don't know, some Brazilian. Okay, we have you haven't learned shit. Okay, exactly. Okay. I, I don't care about soccer. I have no interest in it or whatever. I do respect the athletes that play the sport. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, uh-huh. knocking, I'm not knocking the sport. It's just not for me. But... The World Cup is supposed to be this big thing, right? That happens every four years. It is a really big thing that happens every four okay, years. Okay, but this is what I'm trying to say. Now WWE's trying to get that tagline World Cup, and it's not a World Cup because you have nothing wait, but... Wait, wait, wait. Um, I don't think they could use that. Well, they're not getting sued yet, so that's what they're calling it. They're calling it the World Cup to be to determine who's the best in the world, yet you don't have countries being... Um, pres- like represented here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's nothing but Americans. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, mysterious Mexican, right? But he's technically, you know, he lives in the in the states, right? He, he's American. So there's no representation. They could have made this actually a dope concept. Mm-hmm. You had Finn Balor, Ireland, um, Drew McIntyre, Scotland, um, Nakamura, Japan, Sheamus, Sheamus, Ireland, Ireland also, um. Cesaro, Switzerland, they could have, they could have, they could have evolved, um, you know, even though genders from was born in Canada, but Jinder Mahal, India, they could have actually had people represent, you know, country, yeah, represent the, uh, and country. have not only not only main roster guys have guys involved in NXT and NXT UK and Two Hundred Five Live yeah. that represent other countries. You could have actually made this a legit thing, and instead, they made it. I think what bo- I don't I don't I don't hate the tournament. Okay. I don't even I don't even hate the possible matchups that we're gonna get. Mm. I just hate the fact that they're calling it a World Cup because it's not a World Cup. No. Call it King of the Ring. Call it WWE Cup. Call it Crown Jewel tournament. But no. why call it World Cup? Because it's not a World Cup. No, because then what what happens is that's already associated with soccer, and e- even you not being a soccer fan, your mind still goes to that. You know. 
your mind still goes to that concept. And now, have they said how they're going to do it? Are you going to have 30 guys that do a, over the top? Or are you going to have match and match? No, I think it's going to be just one-on-one -on -one matches. And then, because you have... Uh, how many times are you going to make them fight in a night? Well, you have 10 guys, so you have... They're going to break it down. Have they announced the people that are going to be there? Yeah, they are all that you have... Cena that did that qualified without winning a match. Randy Orton beat Big Show. Um, Miz beat Rusev. Mysterio beat Nakamura. Uh, who else is in it? Uh, Kurt Angle won that battle royal when he was dressed as a conquistador. Um, yeah. Who else is in this? So who am I missing? Uh, Dolph Ziggler beat Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins beat Drew McIntyre. I don't know. And I feel like I'm missing a couple other movies. Not, not a fan of it, man. I'm not a fan of it either. No. Not at all. Guys in the chat, let us know what you guys think. And if you guys are listening to this on the podcast version. Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy beat, uh, who did Jeff Hardy beat? Jeff Hardy beat somebody. I can't think of who he beat. And who else am I missing? I feel like I'm missing somebody else. Uh, no, that's it. I think it's eight guys. There's a ten. I forget. Two, four, six, eight. We oh, put up guys. eight. Um, who else am I missing? No, you had all eight. Oh, I had them all. Yeah. I forgot who Jeff Hardy beat. but Some guy. So yeah, this is what this is what we have. It's not a fucking World Cup. No, they should no. call it. They should call it WWE US Cup or King of the Ring. King of the Ring. Call a one night King of the Ring. Do you think maybe they didn't call it King of the Ring because of the Crown King? Maybe that's a part. That's probably. But for that, just call it WWE Cup. Determine the best in the world. That's I'm cool with that. I, I just hate the fact that it's called the World Cup. That's my my. Oh, it pisses me off. Little sidebar: What has been the worst name outside of? <laughs> Great balls of fire for a WWE thing. Battlegrounds pretty bad. Uh, you think Battlegrounds bad? I hate it. A fast lane. Um, what's another worse? Uh, not a good one. Because um, I mean, Great balls of fire takes the cake. Fast lane is pretty atrocious. I mean, I'm not a fan of WWE Evolution. Not a fan of that either. We'll see. Guys, let us know. Uh, so sorry, guys. Uh, this is Jessica Hoffman. Another Halloween get-together waiting for the Chinese food. Tell your people at the party that we are here. Let them know about us. And then you can go ahead and check us out. Capital Punishment. Chris Brown said it was really bad. Yeah, that's, a pretty, that's another bad one, too. I mean. There have been some bad ones. There has been some bad ones. What about wrestler name? Wrestling name? I think Terrorizing is one of the worst ones. Bastion Booger? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep let's keep it going. Go ahead. So Sarah, we're right. not fans of Crown Jewel. One thing no. I want to add on. on not a fan of the World Cup either. SmackDown One Thousand, which was a, it was an okay, it was better than Raw, but it's not what we expected. Mm -hmm. Um, during Taker's promo that was just only three fucking words, literally, where he's like, "DX are gonna rest in peace" or whatever. When he did mention Crown Jewel, the audience booed, and they were in DC. Of course. So let's talk about SmackDown One Thousand. The show was okay. It was better than Raw. You had Vince dancing. Uh, you know, Vince dancing is always funny. Uh, Carmella looks, whew. Yes. Um, I think what stole the show for me was this Evolution uh, reunion. Yeah. I think Batista cut his- Batista. I love him. Batista. I think he cut the best promo he's ever done in his yeah. whole career. Better than Blue Tista? Because, I mean, that, that whole thing when he was in the wheelchair, like, I'm hurt, I'm going to quit. Yeah, but he wasn't Blue Tista yet. No, no, but that was like one of the worst things, and then he came back with Blue Tista and all that. But shit. I think um, that promo he cut was great. I yeah. think he stole the show. Um, and 
I like the seeds that were planted for a possible Batista and Triple H match somewhere down the line. What do that, you think? That would be an interesting match to watch. Um, I think they, they both could still go, not taking anything away from Taker or from Sean or Nathan. Batista slimmed down. Yes. He yes. definitely slimmed down. I, I, there was a funny meme that I saw where um, where uh, they, they it's a meme of Triple H and um, being pissed off after what yeah. Batista said to him. And then it was something like, oh, well, you haven't beat me. And he's like, didn't Thanos just turn you into dust? Yeah, like, yeah he did. <laughs> I thought that was a really, really funny fe- meme and shit. But, I mean, they, seeds were planted. This is not the first time that seeds get planted um, by one of these returning uh, uh, wrestlers or whatever, yeah. and then nothing happens. Because I remember a couple of years ago, there were seeds planted between Triple H and The Rock, and nothing happened. Yeah, what about, uh, who is it? Big Daddy Cool and somebody else. Diesel, the Royal Rumble. Big Show. Stay- yeah. Nothing happened there anywhere. either. Um, our friends here are saying Batista learned a lot from acting. Uh, and uh, our boy Chris Brown, always with the fire, always with the information. The match is going to happen at WrestleMania. I got to I gotta, I gotta agree with Tovio. Um, he did learn a lot from yeah. acting because he definitely has more confidence. And a, 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 a part-timer, not even a, an active wrestler, cut one of his best promos he's ever done when yeah. you know compared to when he was actually in active wrestling. Now, let me ask you this because it was two... Um, missions or two people that didn't show up at SmackDown 1000 that a lot of people wanted them to be. One of them being Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. When he was asked why he wasn't there, he basically said that no one called him. And he, he didn't show up at Bond for Glory either, which was highly speculated too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So why wasn't Chris Jericho at SmackDown 1000 after everything that we've seen from Jericho at SmackDown? If I had to guess without knowing much, Mm-hmm. All right. Without, you know, dabbling into the rumor mill or whatever. If I had to guess, I think Vincent might be a little bit salty. Up, well, little, little, little salty. A, l- a little bit. A little bit. A little bit, maybe because of you know, because everything else that he's doing. You know, Jericho. Jericho's in a position where he could do whatever the hell he wants, and uh-huh. while he does respect WWE, he's always giving them props, like. He always says that the end goal for him was always going to the WWE, but Jericho's a made guy now. He's he's working a Brock Lesnar um, schedule. Le- schedule with New Japan. He appeared at All In to promote his cruise. He has his cruise happening. He has all this stuff that he's doing. Good for him, man. And nah, keep doing it, man. More power to him. He should keep doing yeah. that. And we don't know. We don't know what Jericho's going to do next. Mm. At this point, Jericho could do the unexpected. He could appear in WWE and then the next day appear in New Japan. That's, yeah. that, that's the level that Jericho's doing. And and we'll be fine with that because you're able to separate the two. Now, with the, the second person that wasn't there, and our boys are already jumping on top of that, The Rock. I think that's what a lot of people expect. That we, he just sent out a tweet, but he didn't even record like a video message. I think The Rock did not record a video message, or maybe he would have been open to making appearances because the think whole he, politics thing. I the think the thing with Crown with Jewel, it. it doesn't benefit him because he's a movie actor. He's, yeah. you know, if not arguably the number one actor. Oh no, he is the number one action actor, and act, the, paid the, and everything else in the world, and he doesn't want to hurt his career. No, and I don't blame him for that. No, not at all. And not for nothing, WWE doing business with Saudi Arabia is not kind of. Helping, helping the the possibility of bringing the Rock back for something it doesn't help. Well, it's the WWE again doing business with them. It's not the Rock. The Rock does not have to show up. Yeah, but if WWE keeps on doing bad publicity, 
getting bad publicity because of the Saudi Arabia stuff or whatever is going to hurt the chance of The Rock making a return at some point. Yeah. So there's that. Um, now that we're talking about like who did we didn't see and who we who we did see. Ellsworth. Um, Taz uh, voiced his opinion on the Taz Show, his podcast with Mike Johnson. Um, he had him as a guest, and he voiced his opinion on how he thinks it's a shame that he wasn't invited to go to SmackDown 1000. He wasn't and, invited either? No. And I and I kind of shocked why he wasn't, because it's like he was the voice of SmackDown for many years. Mm-hmm. Why? I think he does belong in, and he should have, at least something, even if he couldn't have been there physically, maybe have, listen, um, his picture or something. Not even a picture, but record like a message or something, because yeah. him and Michael Cole, were the voices of SmackDown for many years, and they were a great team. Yeah. So that was another person we did see. But who we did see was Edge, the returning Edge. One thing I will say about the... The Rated R Superstar. Was that his entrance felt a little short. I missed the pyro, man. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Oh, (laughs) man. It's just like, come on, man. And I know people were knocking like, oh, he looks a little bit older. Um... Because he is older. And he looks a little bit older, and when has Edge rocked a pair of J's? I don't care about all that. I, you know, To me, Edge is Edge. But, man, I missed the pyro. Fuck, man. Damn. Yeah, you need the pyro. But he did the cutting edge, his um, talk segment. He had Becky Lynch come out. and um, Let's take a moment, Becky. Oh, man, she looks so good, too, in that segment. But, anyways, I really, really enjoyed this segment. This is probably, like, I actually, my personal, for my personal reasons, I think I enjoyed this segment a little bit more than Batista. Batista thing. Batista. Was my second favorite of the show. But, man, I really enjoyed this segment because Edge was kind of coaching Becky in this uh, saying, like, I, I uh, you know, you remind me a lot of me. I see me and you. Mm-hmm. Pause. <laughs> um, Go. Um, and then Becky was like, I can't believe, you know, that, you know, you would, uh, like, you know, uh, um, Becky kind of turned on Edge pretty much hmm. saying like out of all people I thought you would understand me and you know even mentioned a line saying like oh uh, don't hurt your neck and she went like straight savage yeah. on Edge and then Charlotte came out and this led to a brawl Um, I'm loving this fucking storyline between Charlotte and Becky because the fans are not turning on Becky they're cheering no. her more because she's the anti-hero and they're booing Charlotte well it goes back to what you said on uh when we did the show last time where she's not being heelish to the fans or the crowd. She's being no. heelish to her opponent. She's being, whoever she's talking to, she's being heelish to, yeah. not the fans. Yeah. She's still acknowledging the fans to an extent, not as much as how she was before, yeah, yeah. but but she's still acknowledging the fans. And the fans are behind her. They're booing Charlotte and they're cheering Becky. Um, about this feud, I think this should be the main event at WWE Evolution, not Ronda. You know, it's not going to be Mario. I understand that, but man, there's no reason why this feud shouldn't main event WWE Evolution. This is a feud that the crowd is highly invested in, not Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey. Even though I did enjoy the Ronda Rousey promo against the Bellas this past Monday Night Raw, she mm. verbally destroyed the Bellas. Yeah, the only doors you've been kicking down is oh, John Cena's see. room. Uh huh. Um and it, and I think Ronda Rousey apparently Ronda Rousey did uh write most of this promo on her own. Nice. It wasn't scripted to her. I think she got a little bit of help from Paul Heyman. Okay. 
But mostly it was her. Which you can't go wrong with Paul Heyman. When, which mostly was her. Was her, And I think Ronda Rousey kind of spoke in a lot of ways how a lot of fans feel. Mm-hmm. A lot of fans feel like the Bells were kind of handed everything to and didn't really break down walls. They're not really good in the ring. And they were part of that Divas era with those bra and panties and this is that. And as a guy, don't get me wrong, I loved all that yeah. shit. But we weren't seeing women's wrestling. You know who else talked about that stuff? No, we did yeah. on our last show. Um, I don't. I think WWE would. It would be a huge mistake for them to have this as the main event. Semi main event, I'm cool with. But man, they would okay, do. But you they would. Have, you, they would do injustice to Becky and pero, Charlotte Mario, if they don't main event. It. Mario, main event means closing out the show. This whole co main event, four no, main no, no, event bullshit, shit bullshit, is bullshit. Yeah, bullshit, bullshit. Main event. Closes out the show. Mm-hmm. Main event gets the confetti. You know, WWE rights 2018. That's the main event. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get that. It's going to be Rousey and, 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 and the bitches. I mean, the Bellas. I just think... I feel like WWE, unless something drastically changes this next week, right? I feel like WWE dropped the ball with this. This might be congratulations. You played yourself at the end of the year and not, or maybe disappointments of the year. Man, who knows? Maybe it's going to be a good show. I mean, it, it could, the, it could shut the, us down. It's not necessarily the town. But I feel like there's so many dream matches that you could have done or just matches that people want to see. And they're not doing it. I know Naomi went on record saying that if she could, if she had to pick a match of what she wanted to do at WWE Evolution would be against Melina. I think that would be a good match. I think this is a match that people want to see. Yeah. Also, um, this women's battle royal, like for what? Like another it's battle filler. royal? I guess I guess it's filler, but don't like. I don't think Natalia should be part of this battle royal. Why doesn't Natalia have have a match with Beth Phoenix? Best friends. Yeah, and and most of the time, best friends have the best chemistry. Have a match like that. Um, I think we're getting the tag match now between Mickey and Alexa versus Lita and Trish because I think Alexa's hurt. Mm-hmm. I think she's she's wrestling with an injury, so I think that's why they made it a, a tag match uh, instead of a one-on-one. But if we want to backtrack here, I think everybody wanted to see Mickey and Trish go at it. Yeah. Instead of... Uh, yeah, and close the loop, basically. Yeah, I think everybody wanted to see a Mickey and Trish match. So there's like a lot of things that I just don't get. I don't get WWE's way of looking at this. And also, because WWE has been dropping the ball with this promotion of WWE Evolution, they've been having trouble selling out this show. It's not sold out yet. I'm sorry, but Ronda Rousey is good and everything, but she does not sell shows. I think if you were to call, say, okay, you know what? Let's bring, you know, the Stratuses, the the leaders. But you needed to add a couple more things, a couple more women in the sense that for you to be able to sell this show. And they're dropping the ball, like you said. We're going to also get Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie saying, I think that match is going to be good. They have good chemistry together. But I just... Yeah, but it's a shame. I, I, I don't. I don't mind. Ron, listen, I don't mind Ronda Rousey being on the card, and I don't mind her being women's champion. I don't even. She doesn't have to close the match, though. Yeah, she. She doesn't. No. You know what could close the match? Ah. Ronda versus Charlotte. Yeah. Not Ronda versus Nikki. That should not close out the show. Oh, Ronda versus Becky, or Ronda versus like like. That Mickey should, James. That, that that should not close out the show. I'm I'm sorry. I think. 
Nikki getting this opportunity is fucking horseshit. Um, on October 19th, and thank you, Chris Brown, always with the fire. A uh, new crop of superstars, past and present, would join the field for the Divas Championship or two-time women's champion. Michelle McCool is going to be part. Uh, Alondra Blaze and Ivory. They're all going to be part of the Battle Royal. Yep. You also have Molly Holly, uh, Kelly Kelly. And Diva of the Year, Maria Canellis. And I'm good with all I'm good with all them being part of the Battle Royal, but like not like Ember Moon. Um Ember Moon, Natalia. Natalia. People that can go Naomi, um Asuka. They're all part of this fucking battle royal. Yeah. Why? You know what? You want to give the fans something? NXT Brooklyn a, a year ago. Um we had Asuka versus Ember Moon. Probably the match of the night that night. Yeah, I remember that match. Let's see. Let's see another match between the two at WWE Evolution. SmackDown versus Raw. Cool. Let bring try to get Melina to, to come to a match. Naomi wants that match. I think the fans will be excited for that match. Let's let's see that match. Yeah. But I just I don't I don't get WWE WWE has now, dropped the ball with this. Do you think they're actually gonna sell the show? Or are they gonna tarp off most of it? They're probably going to tarp out, not most of it. They're going to tarp out maybe a bit of it. But, I mean, I'm sure the crowd is going to make the best out of it. But, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but that's still not what we want. You know, Ronda's a lovable character, so I don't see her getting booed. But they're going to boo the hell out of Nikki. They've been yeah. booing the hell out of the Bellas. Of course, because it goes back to what you and I were saying on our last show, where at the end of the day, like, they don't belong there. I'm sorry. You keep them as a separate brand and Total Divas and all that shit. Which, by the way, Total Divas is losing a lot of. They're ratings. losing a lot of ratings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with James on this one. Yeah. Uh, I think what would it would have been something that that the fans would like to see would have been like the Bellas versus, uh, Lita and Trish, like another duo. Yeah. That 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 that's something that would have probably sparked people's interest. Yeah. But we're not getting that. No. We we are not getting that. But we're going to get the Crown Jewel. We're going to get the World Cup. We're going to get Evolution. We're going to get Shawn Michaels with no hair. That's so depressing, man. Michaels with no hair. <laughs> I know. So, DX is back. and Are they? Okay. Old Generation X, okay? Mm. I will say this about... Old geriatric X, go. I oh I I I like hearing the music. I'm I'm a fan of the DX music. Uh-huh. I'm actually a fan of the new shirt too. I think the new DX. No, no, they, they, they the look good. The new DX shirt yeah. looks really really dope. And we're gonna pop during the entrance. Let's not act like we're not gonna pop. But man, it's just this is not what we wanted as a Shawn Michaels return. We wanted no. first, we wanted matches with AJ or Seth Rollins or Daniel Bryan. Or, Mix the old and the new, kind of passing the baton. Oh man, what the fuck? It's just, you know what? This is what's gonna happen at Crown Jewel if if Crown Jewel even happens. It's gonna happen. We're gonna be highly impressed on Shine Michaels' return and be like, damn, we want to see more Michaels, or we're gonna be highly disappointed. I think we're gonna be highly disappointed. You're just being a negative, Nancy. No, not at all. I think we're going to be highly disappointed because you want that that WrestleMania uh, white dead man Michaels and you're going to get 36-year-old Leo Michaels. How dare you disrespect Shawn Michaels with you? Okay. But that's how bad I think it's going to be. You can't even tie his boots, bro. No, not at all. Mm. I'll tell you that right now. My knees are hurt right now. 
Wait, we can't. We can say that about Taker. We can even say that about Kane. <laughs> but we can't say that about Michaels. We haven't well, seen him in the ring. Okay, so we'll see then. We can't. I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on the other side we're of the go fence. On the positive side. And I'm gonna say. Maybe we're not gonna see WrestleMania 25, Michaels, but I think oh, we're, gonna no, see, we're not gonna see WrestleMania. But we're gonna see Michaels. Uh, we're gonna see a good, entertaining Michaels. That's what I. Th- when was the last time you actually enjoyed a Ric Flair match, where he wasn't busted open? His retirement match. Okay, that was arguably one of Ric Flair's best matches of all time. Arguably, I'll, I'll give you that. But why? Granted, he was wrestling Shawn Michaels. Right? Exactly. <laughs> but still, it was good, and for his old age. Bro, he he gave it a. So Michael. you're telling me Mick Foley and Ric Flair and TNA wasn't a good match? No, it wasn't. No, I know that shit sucked. <laughs> For us to remember that fucking match, no, it wasn't. Now. It was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> it sucked. Oh shit. Okay, let's not let's not ah, uh, let's not keep bashing WWE. Okay, let's talk about sorry. some good. WWE positive news. Some good thing. They finally turned Bobby Lashley heel, which is what we were calling for. Leo Rush is his manager, which we like. I love Leo Rush being this arrogant prick on the mic during Bobby Lashley's matches. Of course. He reminds me of Kevin Hart. Yes. Because he's like, Lashley, uh-huh, Lashley, yeah, Lashley, Lashley. And the crowd is just booing him. And he's just like this annoying little yeah. motherfucker that just never shuts up. Yeah, like jumping around. Yeah, and he just, I, I love it. It reminds me of rated PG-13. Except that Leo Rush has talent and PG-13 doesn't. No, not at all. Okay, there's a difference. HBK is going to do great. Of course, I'm going to be more of a heel. No, he's not. Okay. hope he does great. He's I'm not. Being, I'm being... Um, Let's just say he's not. I'm trying to be positive. Let's just go with no. You want to go with no. Evidence suggests no. There's no evidence suggests. Michaels hasn't come out yet. I know. I'm just trying to be an ass. Go ahead. Well, that's why you're probably going to be proven to be wrong and I people are going to match you. We'll see. How many times have you been wrong? Every fucking time. So what are the chances... I'm married with four kids. There you go. Can't be more wrong than that. Jesus Christ. Well, I wasn't going to say all that. Um, so we got some new recruits in NXT. Yes. Your cousin. It's not. Maybe it's my cousin. I'm pretty so, sure he's your cousin. So let's. Like third let's, remove. I'm pretty go, sure we talked to your mama. To, let's go to why. exciting and then let's okay. go to. Let's okay. Start at, the big dude. The no, 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 no. I said exciting. Oh. And then let's go okay. to the people yeah, that yeah. maybe are not so familiar with. Okay. So we have Matt Riddle. Yes. Uh, the King of Bros. Yes. Um, I love the suit and the flip flops. And also, I don't know if you saw the picture where he's finally wearing property of like WWE Performance uh-huh. Center. He's like smiling with the. He looks high as so hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's kind of like that. <laughs> it's kind of like that picture where they're like, "Hey, just smile. We're gonna send this to your mom." You're like, "Yeah." He looks super, <laughs> super happy. I, I'm happy for Matt Riddle. Um, we're not gonna talk about the NXT spoilers that happened this week. No, no. But uh, you know, because we don't do spoilers. We. It looks like that we'll be seeing him. Seeing him really, really. Like close in the near future, that's okay gonna lead that. to 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 a few. We'll leave it like that. I'm okay with that. Uh, Mia Yim, yes, um, she's been in Impact Wrestling. She's been in all whole bunch of different women's promotions. We've seen her in the Mae Young Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave her the Cedric Alexander treatment, where uh, let, uh, hire Mia, hire Mia, and then um, Triple H came out. And was like, okay, <laughs> okay. So uh, Mia Yim is now officially part of the WWE roster. Well deserved. Yeah. Um, not only is she gorgeous, but um, she's talented. Yeah. So let's see what she does in NXT. Hopefully she gets a good push. I'm hoping that we see Miriam versus Shayna Baszler at NXT TakeOver uh, Mania weekend. That would be a good match. If I had to guess, I've mm-hmm. been a big fan of Shayna Baszler. 
I think she need. I think if I had to guess, she's gonna win the the NXT world the women's title back. at back at Evolution, and she's gonna ha- carry it till um. Because I mean, when she lost it, WrestleMania it, weekend, we, we kind of talked about it. When she lost it, it didn't make sense. You should have kept it on her all the way through. WrestleMania. I know people uh, were were saying were defending it, saying that all oh, the reason why Kyrie won was because the Mayon Classics happening uh, happening right now. Kyrie saying did win the uh, Mayon Classic, and mm. they kind of wanted to tell the story where this first, you know, this all-women's pay-per-view, and then she defends it back to Shayna Baszler. And I, I could kind of see that. Okay. But I think, for me, I think it kind of helps Shayna Baszler more, her just having this long run. A number, a reign. Uh, with this undefeated. title, with yeah. this title, right? And then she finally gets defeated at WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. So if I had to guess, maybe Shayna Baszler gets the title back at WWE Evolution, and then... Who knows? Maybe you see Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler, which I think could be a, a great match. Yeah, I think it'll be a phenomenal fucking, match. Uh, WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Uh, so then we also have your cousin. Not I told you oh. we're starting high and okay, then we're going low. Sorry, what sorry. part of that don't you understand? I know. I'm just like saying you're your cousin because I know like it bothers you. Do. I know it bothers you. And you're not funny. So it's, it's your okay. cousin though. Maybe. Uh, Chelsea Green. Oh, I love her so much. Chelsea yeah. Green, the hot mess. Um, Laurel Van Ness, Ness. Lauren, uh, Laurel Van Ness from TNA Impact Wrestling. Um, she also been in MLW. Uh, I love Chelsea Green so much. She's so fucking gorgeous. And Zack Ryder's a very lucky guy. Yes, so, he I is. I will say that. And well deserved too. She's another one that's yeah. been bouncing around um, from different promotions. She was in All In, mm-hmm. and she's another you know women's wrestler that. Well deserved. I'm yeah. happy for her. Uh, makes sense. Since Zack yeah, yeah. Ryder's in the company. Yeah, and woo woo woo. Um, you know it. Now let's talk about my cousin, Punishment Martinez. Okay, no, no. Say it with a little pep in your step. You know you guys are related. This, you guys kind of look the this same. Is, this is what I... Okay. He knows that you guys look so much the same that he cut his hair. There's some controversy about him cutting his hair. Because we don't know he if he was balding. His, he, no, his forehead just goes back. No, homie. That, that's a Puerto Rican thing, okay? Don't be mad that he has more hair than you do. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to try to cut that shit off then look like my fucking forehead, five head, six He wasn't going through Baron. Yes. He's not Baron Corbin Okay, but he wasn't Baron Corbin bad, but he still had. He just had a forehead. There's nothing wrong with a forehead. I forgot a five head. Regardless, he had more hair than you. Okay. Why you got to defend your cousin? (laughs) Why you got to stand up and like throw up gang signs and shit? Saving your cousin. I'm not throwing up gang signs. And you're being being racist. Okay, sorry. Um, Mexican. now you now you look now you just look special Ed. That's what you look at like right there. <laughs> look right there, right there. Boom, boom, boom. That's the like. Punishment Martinez. We don't even know if he really cut his Mario's hair. Mario's cousin. He could just have a really tight ponytail, and it looks like he cut his. No, hair. No, my dude, he cut his hair. We don't know. That. He cut his hair. I'm not gonna say he cut his hair. That's but your cousin. Whatever. I don't care if he's my cousin or not. Regardless, I was telling this to my boy X the other day. I don't. I don't really care that he signed with the WWE. Uh. He he's okay in the ring. He's decent in the ring. He's he just, good in the ring. He does nothing for me though. He does nothing for me. <laughs> I know he doesn't. He does nothing for me. Um, he's like if Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns had a kid together. There you have it. You have punished because of the receding hairline. And he looks a little bit like Roman Corbinish. Reigns. <laughs> Corbinish Roman Reigns. If he let like oh uh, like facial hair grow like Roman Reigns, he uh-huh. could pass like he's related to Roman Reigns. Okay. 
Roman Corbin. Okay. Roman Corbin. But he's related to Mario Martinez, Mr. Rated R. Maybe so. he is related to me. I'm pretty sure he's related to you. Um, so then we got some other recruits to um the tall dude. The big guy, yeah. Jordan. By the way, Triple H looked really small next to him. He looks old as shit, too. Yeah. Um Jordan Omogomohini. Bien. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That guy. That that dude, I have no no idea where this dude came from. Probably an exchange program. Like you take one of ours, we'll give you one of his. Yes, the 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 fuck Ultimo something. Um, I don't know if he came from CMML or AAA, but I'm I'm assuming he came from. I, one no, of I those. I think it was CMML because I, I I looked into his um his feed. Fuck, I forget what the hell. What name was he going under? In CMML? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm oh, not fuck. sure. And then you have Daniel Vidat. I know he's 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 big in Antonio Tovia was telling me about him. He's yes. Big in in uh, New Zealand and yeah. Australia area. Mm-hmm. So. That I do he, know. He he looks like a fucking brick house. Like that dude just looks stocky. Like he, he could fuck somebody dude. up. And he used to play uh, rugby. I think Antonio Tovio told us too. I maybe, think that was in the, in maybe, the message. Maybe I'm yeah. not sure about that. But yeah, we have some new recruits in um, NXT. So good, good for all of them. Yeah. You know, not not a fan of punishing Martinez. Yes, hey, you are. I'm not. Yes, you are. That's your cousin. Um, That's your primo. I'm pretty sure when you guys go, he's my cousin. I'm not but sure. when you guys go to a uh, Thanksgiving dinner, like he'll probably be there. And be like, yo, primo, like I got signed. No, I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure. No, well, guess what? When you're pretty sure, you're usually no! wrong. So it doesn't matter anyway. But on the topic of NXT, right? Uh huh. Um. And listen, this is no knock on the Ricans of wrestling because they are brothers, and I think they they're smart enough to know the difference between bad wrestling fans and good wrestling fans. And yeah. I'm sure, pretty sure that they're good wrestling fans. Yes, we hope so. Um, no, 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 I think they are. They're they're smart enough that they are. Not like the Hill Mom. Why you? I just I want to pick a fight with somebody. Go ahead. And Go guess what? When they trash you or they don't acknowledge you, oh, it don't bother me. They're beneath me. That's why care. this is the house that rated R built. Okay. <laughs> okay. Turn the fucking lights off. Uh, that's okay. That's just, just give me the pages or whatever. I'll figure out something. <laughs> um, <laughs> The full sale crowd in NXT really bothers me. Yes. And I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. I was watching, the, and I wanted to talk about this in our last show, but I'm going to talk about it now because I, I was watching NXT this week and during the the segment between um where... um. Alistair Black made his return and you yeah. had Nikki Cross and kind of crawled to him or whatever. The crowd wouldn't fucking shut up while some mm. of the, some crowd, some parts of the crowd were like, shh, whatever. Some people were just being stupid and keep kept talking. And, and you see that They're in like, all. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. see that in all wrestling crowds, right? Yeah. But I guess since Full Sail is so small, you hear it a little bit more. Of course. Because it bounces off, you know, mm-hmm. like the walls and Acoustics. shit. Acoustics. So. I wanted to talk about this in our last show, but I'm going to bring it up now during the Pete Dunn Ricochet match. The crowd didn't let the match breathe. Mm-hmm. Where it was always like a chant after chant, like, let's get, you know, uh, Ricochet, uh, Bruiser Wave. It, it, yeah. It's just. It's just huh? Yeah. Which, you know, I hate the This yes. Is Awesome chants. I hate the, the Fight Forever chants. I hate those fucking chants so much. Because the crowd at this, not only in full sale, but everywhere. You have to pick and choose. They, they, not even that. They just don't let matches breathe. And yeah. I think that's my biggest issue with. With the wrestling fans, right? They don't let matches breathe. It's always a chant after chant after chant. And don't get me wrong, it's cool when it's no, for the right moment. But but, it, but it, when it's a yeah. consistent thing, like if you go back and watch the Ricochet and Pete Dunn match, right? 
it's a phenomenal match. It's a fucking great match. I actually put it, I noted it down as like matches of the year. But if there was any knock that I ha- would have to say mm-hmm. about that match, it had nothing to do with the match. It had to do with the audience. So if you... they didn't let the match fucking breathe. And it, it started getting annoying at the way. It's like, yo, shut the fuck up already. Yeah, like, like, let me enjoy this. And, and maybe we could remember, maybe whenever we do this crossover episode with the, with the Ricans of Wrestling, mm-hmm. maybe we could talk about that because they're in there live. So maybe they feel the same way we do, yeah. or maybe they don't even notice it. Like because I, no, I, I, I would I, like to pick their brain. And, and, and with those with those chances, and you're watching it live, you may think, okay, yeah, this is adding to the to the match. But then when you watch it, it's like, uh, no, it, it's just so fucking annoying. It, and it really like I kind of, like I kind of noticed it before in the past, but for whatever reason. Maybe because I was just so glued glued into that Pete Dunne and Ricochet match a couple weeks ago, it really made me like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah, like, shut up, let me enjoy this. Yeah, like it, it was just so fucking annoying. And if you notice, people like in the front row, they're like even yeah. more obnoxious. <sighs> well, our boy James Esponzo is saying, "Full sale crowd is trying to be famous themselves." It's so fucking annoying. And even have they done? I'm sorry, down in full sale with NXT, have they done where like a, a new wrestler comes from the crowd, type of like a Santino? Not yet, right? What do you mean? They have done um, run-ins where brushes do come in from the crowd, though. No, no, no. Like, like, uh, hey, we're gonna pick a guy, and and if you like somebody beat... new that debuted, yeah, no, not that, okay. not that I can remember. I, I will say, I will say this though, um, and I noticed it on this week's episode of of I was gonna say Ring of Honor of NXT, mm-hmm. um, during the tag match between I still call him War Machine. I refuse, I refuse to call him War Raiders. I hate that. No, 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 War Machine. War Machine and Undisputed Era, um, Kyle Riley and uh, Roderick Strong, during that match, and then um, Bobby Fish's Fish, return. Ma- Fish made his return. I did notice that during the match, now, maybe people that were there live, maybe could, they, they could dispute it with me, but I did notice that when they were all posing, it sounded in that they piped in booze. It didn't sound like organic booze. Okay. Maybe I'll go back, I'll go back and watch it. Because I did see Fish coming back, but I didn't notice it that. It sounded like piped-in boots from the crowd when they were all posing, all four of them in the yeah. ring. It sounded piped-in. And I was like, oh, they're piping boots. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know. Which it won't be the first time that they've done it. Mm-hmm. But going back to, like, crowd reactions, even Bound for Glory, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there were some points in, in through the night where it's like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. fans are so stupid. And there's this one dude. He's known as Mr. Impact. He's this fucking chubby dude, older gentleman. Um, you see him literally in almost every impact show. He's usually somewhere in the front row. This dude is so obnoxious, so fucking annoying. Like during like LAX's entrance, he puts a fitted on or whatever, like to be oh, it's just he's so annoying. And then like like He's one of those guys. Oh man, he's so fucking annoying. I Mario's favorites. I, I hate fans that are like that. And then I think like at one point in the match, like with Aries and Morrison, I think uh-huh. like something happened, like right in front of him. He's like, "Oh my god!" Like he's just like he's yeah, like yeah, he's, he's all- over he's overselling his reaction because hey, he's a character now and he's part of the show. Oh, I I hate fans like that. It reminds me also of the guy in Philly with the long hair and the glasses. He reminds me of that too. The, the sign guy. No, right? no, 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 no. Not you're thinking of back in the ECW days. Okay, sorry. This is the the guy with the long hair. Where, that wears like fucking um. Because WWE also has a couple of guys no, up in the front this too. This dude that I'm talking about from Philly, uh-huh. he's a long haired guy with glasses, and he literally any show that goes to Philly, he's always in the front row. Okay. It, it doesn't matter what promotion it, it is. 
He goes to every fucking show that's in like the Philly area. Who can forget Hat Guy from ECW? I guess I guess I didn't know. You know what it is too. I guess back then you didn't notice it that much. Like you didn't notice. Like, oh, oh no, that's uh, Hat Guy, but you didn't notice it that much because people weren't trying to be part of the show. Of course, you know what I'm saying. You were there and for the, the show. ECW audience were technically part of the show because it was so different. Because you didn't see that from WCW or WWF back yeah. then. So it was different back then. Yeah. But now you, it's like... Yeah, no, everybody wants to be... Like the fans want to be part of the show so much. It's like, oh my God. It's like, shut they, the fuck yeah. up already. Uh, thank you to Cody Gray. Uh, he shared to win his uh, the Bullet Club shirt that we are giving out today. Remember, if you guys share this video, you can go ahead and enter a drawing to win your own uh, Young Bucks Bullet Club shirt. And uh, uh, James Espanto is saying he lost respect for the Full Sail crowd when they were dead for the Oscar and Nikki Cross match, Last Woman Standing. That which was the real first Last Woman Standing match. That was actually a really, really good match too. Yeah. Even if the crowd wasn't too involved. No, because really I match. think sometimes you got to fucking mute the fucking TV and just enjoy the match for what it is. Um, to wrap up, I do want to talk about uh tomorrow. There's a a show happening. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it, but maybe I'll I'll watch it. I'm not sure. Baltimore's playing at four, so I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. Well, they'll be done by like four fifteen, so you can watch. I don't know why you're talking about because no, we're no, like no, four no, and two and you're I talking know, shit. And you need to get do, your facts right for Deportando because you uh, bury yourself on that show because do. you don't get your stats right sometimes. Uh, so I'll give you one of these. Congratulations. In you perpetuity. St- stick to soccer. Stick to soccer. Okay. Can I get one of those in perpetuity? Stick to your soccer. Stick to your soccer. Congratulations. Okay? You played yourself. Anyways. Uh, NWA I mean, having, how you really feel, Mario. NWA is having their 70th, 70th anniversary show tomorrow. And then Mario will be ready by 4.15 when they lose. Go ahead. Doesn't, doesn't Argentina and your fucking little bullshit teams that you watch soccer, don't they always like hit the brakes or they always end up losing? No, there's, there's always a 0-0 tie. Argentina lost to Brazil by one nothing in the 90s. Man, that fucking sucked. Exactly. So instead of... Attacking Baltimore Ravens and attacking football, which you know it shouldn't be called football. Which you know, egg ball. The only time they kick the ball is at the beginning of the game. Why is it called football when ninety percent of the time they use their hands? Listen, this you notice how Leo's acting. He he's backed into a wall, so he's he's hiring up his no, not at all. We're getting on two hours because he has he has nothing to say. Because his soccer team suck. He knows nothing about any other fucking sport, even yeah, though he do. tries to act like he does do. for his I other do. show that he does with Speedy. That's also on LosRadio.com. That's also on LosRadio.com or whatever. <laughs> and that's why, <laughs> know, whatever. That's why people shitted on him on that yeah. show, too. They love and they too. want Johnny back. I don't give a fuck. They love me. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Anyways. Bitches love Back me. to wrestling. That's a, uh, that's a big no. So back to you know all them chips that you dropped on the floor. Do you know they oh, would have been in my hand? Uh, I right should. Okay, you know so yeah, I'll give you two. Back I got one more to left. wrestling. This is my last to wrap joke up, right NWA, NWA is having a big 70, 70th anniversary yeah. show. Yeah. Um, in Tennessee, in Nashville, and this you is hope? gonna be like the return of like actually NWA producing their own shows. Yeah, because what was happening before, you had a, a world champion. That was just hopping around in different promotions. Yeah. So you're going to have the rematch from all in. You're going to have Nick Aldis challenging Cody Rhodes for the NWA world title, two out of three falls, which, which should be a spectacular match. And they're also introducing a secondary title. Mm-hmm. They're going to have two fatal four ways, and then the winners of those two fatal four ways are going to face off for this title. Now... This title is going to be known as the NWA National Title. 
okay. which is a, a a kind of a a flashback from yeah, yeah. classic NWA. Not a fan of the title. It looks like a snot rocket. No. It looks like somebody <laughs> snotted on a fucking leather strap and was like, "Hey, let's make a title out of this." Yeah. And I'm not feeling the title. I, I'm a fan of of the and, idea of the idea and, and yeah. cool. And who knows? Maybe the title gets changed. Maybe they'll they'll do something with you it. You remember the 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 Jeff Hardy title from TNA? That looks better than this shit that we saw. That looks better. I think the Jeff Hardy title looks better than that. Okay. I'll even say this, which I hated this title too. The first NXT title, which I oh, hated, yes, yes. was better than this belt. And and the and the tag team titles from WWE when they were the copper ones, remember? That's that they looked like pennies. Listen, I, there's been ugly titles in this world. Okay? I'm glad. I'm glad they went to silver and and. Put but those straps. I am not a fan of this secondary uh, NWA title. Not no. a fan of it. Um, but hey. Fan yeah. of the idea, a fan, fan of, of the, the idea. Yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna be cool. The concept, the concept. I'm just not a fan of the belt design. Um, also, Jazz, you remember Jazz? She's right now the current NWA mm. Women's Champion. She's gonna be defending that women's title against Penelope Ford, uh, uh, Joey Janela's girlfriend. Nice. So we're gonna see that. Are we gonna see Joey Janela at the show? I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Who knows? I, I don't know. But uh. We'll see. I know Coco Banner's on the card. I know uh, Scorpio Sky, part of SCU, is on the card. Um, so there's going to be some familiar faces. There's probably going to be some new faces too. Um, so if you want a, an alternative, right? Yeah. Um, hey, go to Fight uh, Fight TV. Yeah. And go purchase uh, their pay per view. Their seventieth uh, anniversary. And you you have to support these shows because you know what? Again, it goes back to what we always talk about here, where you need competition. Um, NXT's North American title is pretty ugly too. I don't like the strap. I like the title. I don't like the. I think the strap is too wide, but I'm getting used to it. I think. It's, I think the title looks. I think it's a pretty decent looking. Title. It's okay. I like it. Um, favorite title of all time. Favorite title of all time. The winged eagle for me. The winged uh, belt, whatever it was. The classic WWF championship. The spinner belt. I hated that shit. That was ugly. I think for me, I, I was I was a big fan of the world title, the world heavyweight title, the big gold belt. I was always a fan. The of Ric that. Flair belt. Yes, I was a big fan of the world now, title. I miss that title a lot. When somebody says the big belt, like my, and, and it's funny because whenever they tell you a title, like a name has to come to mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like to me, like I, I just said it now, that big belt, even though a whole bunch of people had it, I associate that with Ric Flair. The H, uh, the um, Intercontinental Belt, I actually associate that with Shawn Michaels. Okay, you know what I mean? Because I mean, it goes back to when I first started watching wrestling here in the states and everything. That's who had it at the time, so that's kind of like where it goes. Now, the winged belt, Bret Hart. Who do you have? Because you have a whole bunch of names that come to mind. Because uh, We've been watching wrestling for years. Smoking Skull Belt for me, uh, Chris Brown. Uh, well, so first, like my it. favorite, my favorite belt. I think I had to really narrow it down to one. I'm a big fan of the Wing Eagle Belt, Wing Eagle Belt, the Intercontinental Belt, the Classic Intercontinental. Yeah, the, belt. with the white strap. Um, I was a fan of the United States title from WCW. Yes, I was a fan of that. Um, but if I had to narrow it down to one, it has to be the World Title, the Big Belt, the the the. Big belt. You know, you know what title I thought was good too, because um, one of these days I actually had um, I was on Twitch 
mm-hmm. and I was uh watching their the the Impact Wrestling channel. So okay. they were showing like old Bound for Glories. Yeah. I was a fan, even though there was so many different v- names for the title. Uh-huh. I was first the Legends Championship, then it was the Global Championship, <laughs> then it was the TV Championship. Um, the the that title that Booker T introduced, and then AJ uh-huh. beat him for it, and then it it turned into something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that design. Do we call it the Evolution Belt? <laughs> just type in TNA Legends Championship. I uh-huh. thought that was a really beautiful title. Okay. It could have been a world title in any promotion. Yeah, yeah. I like that title, but if I had to narrow it down to just one title, it has mm, to be the, bo- the big, big old belt. belt. Uh, we have people here in the chat. The Great Muda Big Belt. And uh, what up to Webbing, who uh, just joined us. What up, Webbo? What's up, Webbo? I think right now my favorite title, though, uh-huh. is the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Yes. That's my favorite title it, right now. Because it kind of like mixes like the big belt and belts that we like from the past, kind of. It has an old school feel to it. Yeah. There's one belt that I that I love. It has to be that. that, that you know. Yeah. What about the spinner belt? Were you a fan of that one? That was ugly. That was. Remember when Edge had it? That was dope when Edge had it because it had the radio <laughs> superstar on it, you know? <laughs> Read it yeah. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in on episode 94 of the Lucha Outsider Show. Make sure if you miss anything on tonight's episode, well, today's episode, on a Saturday, subscribe yeah. to the podcast version of the show. Listen to the On Demand, iTunes, SoundCloud. If you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, tune in. La Mesla app, wherever you get your podcast. And remember, guys, let your friends know that we are here. Remember, at Lucha Outsiders, you can follow us for all news. No spoilers. Share this video. Let your friends know that we are here so you can win yourself a Bullet Club shirt. Maybe one of the last. Uh, we'll be doing clubs. We'll be doing a drawing sometime this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. No, definitely. We're going to do not, it. You're not pushing it. No, 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 no. Right? no, no, no. Right? We're definitely going to do it. Definitely going to do it. Definitely going to do it. Make sure if you want to start your own podcast yeah. at any topic, you know, send us an email. Hit us yeah. up at Lucha Outsiders and DMs or go to LosRadio.com. Yeah. Okay, and fill out the application of Jake's. Yeah, and, and basically what it does is if any type of idea, hated that spitball people are saying on the chat, any type of idea that you guys want to do a podcast, or even, you know what, even if you're a DJ and you want to get some distribution, you want to have some new eyes on your product. Exposure. Yeah, we're here. Uh, guys, I hope you guys really enjoyed the show. Mario. Make sure when you subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star, 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 five-star. Frostbite Radio Review, comments, reviews, bury either one of us. Also, if you want to support us directly, head over to losradio.com, head over to our shop, yeah. pick up a shirt, pick up a hat, pick up both. Uh-huh. He has a mortgage and a shit ton a of kids, fun. and I have a puppy and a shit ton of bills. Thank you, know, you I got so much, like five guys. times. I'm Leo. Show him love at Show Fubaleo. Show me love at yeah. Rated R since 87. Yeah. Keep it Rated R and stay too sweet, guys. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about.